listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Peep the maneuver. How about the Heimlich? I rhyme sick and you can get the duck. Coon, I'm the sit, your shit out of luck. Tough, I'm the act to follow. Housing kids like Ronald, Mac like Donald Goins. Flows I change like coins. Choyoyoing, choyoyoing, choyoyoing. I draw a crowd like blood on the pine up technique and everybody there be like, cool. Cause can't now nig that'll say whoop dad is. I'm like a mom on section eight overbearing kids and they be like, common. That's my motherfucker. Use a hamburger. I'm a FUD rucker asking me to let us catch up, knowing that you can cut the mustard. So where's the beef, jerky? Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Those are some odd lyrics. Yeah, that's common back before he was all conscious and shit, and kind of still kind of. Well, I guess he was always a little bit corny, but you know, I'm sure he looks back on those lyrics and winces just a little bit. But uh that was my album. I know all the words of that album i'm as worthy as james not that good with names but i do know your face from someplace this is my day for chicago well we got many more many more many many more flavors don't step to me go ask thy neighbor i'm the hood so yeah, yeah it was it was he was forcing a lot of bars is what i'm saying <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway um i good news is uh for all you guys out there in podcast land that have been anxiously uh sitting down waiting uh it's been a long time should have never left you without some dope podcast to step to unless you're premium then you had some dope podcast to step to yes you did because we still um went up in there and did our balls deep sports you got a pre-game uh where we actually talked about miami with uh justin, justin. You got a nerd off you got a nerd off um so those people got something because they pay okay guys the rest of you bums we're happy to be back to you to you brokies is what we call you uh we're happy to have you back and we hope that you guys put in with uh five star reviews and comments and and all that stuff because that helps the show out as well um but we definitely appreciate y'all uh uh also um you know in addition to 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 that um you know we're we're gonna do our feedback today but we will kind of recap the miami trip uh, as best as we can so this episode might be long okay yep. just um, telling you this episode is for all the people that obviously didn't listen to the last episode but then asked why why wasn't no shows up that's so shout out to you guys <laughs> mr and mrs i look at my rss feed but i damn sure don't listen to no episode before i ask questions <laughs> people that uh that uh thought their ass were broken yeah <laughs> they was like what's up it's not refreshing even though i am already 18 episodes behind i know i ain't getting no new shit yeah i gave up i just started telling people we was divorced and it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't gonna be no more podcast because motherfuckers asked too many questions uh but yeah we we said that we might take some time off you know um we need time off honestly we'll be taking more time off hopefully before the end of the year still got a couple things i want to do um you know because uh you know mental health is important and all work no play even it's funny even uh knowing the podcast is kind of a recreation and kind of a a thing a a, a love living of that we're making out of love Mm -hmm it's still work man you know i enjoyed not having to archive articles for a few days and 
uh not you know getting to go on twitter and look at everybody else and be like why are they so mad anyway pass me that my tie you know like that felt good i see how rich people be fucking up on twitter they don't care you know disconnect it's i don't like colin kaepernick standing for the protest anyway i'll take another sangria thank you another margarita this way girl throw my phone in the pool i'm not even paying attention you know like i could understand man how it just i'll be looking at twitter now like ooh, everyone's so angry Ooh, y'all just so ah! so rude and nasty to what each is other wrong with y'all on facebook everyone needs a little more love and kindness go out in the sun sit by the pool now, i did go out in the sun yes and i've been out there walk running and i've been enjoying myself everyone go out there to the to the to the beach just go to the beach come on guys uh relax won't you relax right so that's that's basically been my whole my whole steez <laughs> now i'm just sitting around becoming all the people i hate but uh yeah we're back man you can find us on itunes and stitcher the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we read them like we're gonna read them today mm-hmm. um and we have two weeks worth you know of everything so <laughs> for good and bad uh comments we got two weeks worth of you know well we didn't have two weeks of episodes but we have you know people had 10 days to leave comments and all that kind of stuff that helps the show out um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um all right so i guess we should do feedback first um we should probably start with the people that actually uh did very kind things like give us money you know because we definitely couldn't do you know we could we couldn't be out here making a living without you guys that donate to the show i mean we have our premium folks who you know they're dope but we don't shout them out one too many to shout out we'd be shouting out forever but then also uh we can't shout them out because hey y'all getting some okay y'all get a premium premium shit we work hard on that (laughs) but there's a lot of people that just donate out of the goodness of their heart and they don't get anything but what they would get in the first place some people have premium and they donate yes, they do. so you know sometimes people ask like why do y'all give shout outs it's like well that's actually why we give give shout outs uh to be honest man so appreciation mm-hmm. all right so without further ado let's uh give some shout outs to these people who uh donated to the show mm-hmm. different song that's right shout outs chandra g yes chandra g recurring donator thank you chandra hey baby cynthia d recurring donator i believe she is brand new thank you cynthia i never heard of you cynthia hey baby got a one-time donation from uh oh my man uh steen uh, who says tisha uh rod and karen appreciate all you do keep up the good work proud of you both always forward yeah he was uh one of our first uh sponsors sting and sky t-shirts man and, mm-hmm. and apparel autumn w recurring donated thank you very much autumn damian jackson who I, I am for real. real recurring donator my brother rodney recurring donator thanks rodney joy m recurring donator thank you joy Shantae B, recurring donator. Appreciate you, Shantae. We do. Tavon S, recurring donator. Design T, recurring donator. Thank you, Design. Thank you. Alfonso M, recurring donator. Thank you, Alfonso. Uh, that sounds new. new. Yeah, I'm about to say. I don't, I, I don't remember an Alfonso. That's new. 
uh jane m recurring donator kelly c recurring donator shirley wong esquire please say the esquire recurring donator you know her mm-hmm. uh got a one-time donation from scott j thank you very much scott let's see who else we got here jock oh wonga got a recurring donator all the way from uh down under down under in australia rosalie v recurring donator thank you rosalie tanya w recurring donator oh wait tanya s i think wait hold on i gotta go back make sure that's right you know we got too many tanyas get your tanyas right right. i might have messed up her whole yeah tanya s recurring (laughs) donator thank you uh dana uh w thank you dana hey dana alexis h conrad l of course official first time recurring donator head of the new members class of the church yes tabitha m recurring donator thank you tabitha christopher d recurring donator all the way from hawaii brina h recurring donator thank you michelle p we appreciate you michelle mm-hmm. film press comics of course david s recurring donator uh, i think he's from brooklyn ricky a recurring donator thank you ricky ricky uh of course olivia aka uh film underscore esquire mm-hmm. anthony van d recurring donator thank you anthony renate m recurring donator thank you renate anthony van d he sound like he ought to be one of the mystery characters on the scooby-doo show who is this anthony van d (laughs) yeah i would have got away with it too i was trying to tear down the carnival uh pete b recurring donator thank you hey sweetie rita may c recurring donator thank you rita may rita may old school Mm -hmm. how old is you baby right all the way from wadesboro i don't know where she's from i think that's everybody according to this so thank you everybody so much for donating uh play me out george benson oh wait i just saw three more hold on nick z recurring donator thank nick jamar d recurring donator and of course bomani jones recurring donator thank you bomani all right that's everybody um all right let's do five star reviews is that cool let's do it all right let's see what we can do with these five star reviews that people left us on itunes um all right so we got a few um stephanie w says the only stephanie w that is the title of her review ah you the only one y'all listen i left a five-star review on stitcher was that enough for you all nope ryder karen out there basically calling out people for not leaving all the reviews everywhere i don't even use itunes anymore but i downloaded it to my new laptop just so i could leave a review thank you i love you both you crack me up every day i sit in my cubicle with my headphones on and my co-workers think i'm crazy but when i bust out laughing i hum the theme songs in my head when it's game time i look forward to listening every day keep on laughing and making me laugh we will thank you baby and we are sorry to have to put you out like that and make you you know uh <laughs> leave reviews everywhere but yeah. we just need them but we glad you joined the rest of the flock now so now you can silver there with everybody else and judge the people who ain't left their reviews All right um <laughs> so you know sometimes it's what we need man no offense uh i love y'all like kanye loves kanye from db trill now that's some love mm-hmm 
rod and karen i can't say enough about what this podcast means to me you two have helped me through so much it's not even funny as far as the review goes y'all get 20 stars check out this ah. podcast it's the best thanks db trill thank you uh we appreciate you mm-hmm. and uh glad to help you get through music is my life too uh says uh, i mean addicting is the title of the the um interview uh what am i saying interview <laughs> addicting is the title of the review and music is my life too is the title of the person who left it okay i stumbled upon this podcast months ago and now find myself listening to it every day definitely going to look into a premium membership so i can hear even more good thank you baby enjoy it we actually gonna do a, a impossible white man review for um uh jack reacher too mm-hmm. uh hopefully this weekend so yes, sir luke cage of podcast says dolly 64 the blackout tips podcast is so good i'm surprised it hasn't broken the internet the way luke cage broke netflix <laughs> rod and karen had a chemistry that fuels this podcast juggernaut their news commentary can be at turns side-splittingly funny and incisively thought-provoking count me it as one of the people who can't live without the bump bump uh during the guest the race song the blackout tips output is consistent and the episodes are consistently enjoyable stop wondering about how good this podcast is and give it a listen right now thank you thank you addicted and i don't need no cure by veggie underscore vixen i love this podcast rod and karen keep me up to date with pop political and pure black goodness being a premium member was a great investment and love being part of the blackout test family it was part time for me to write it was past time for me to write a review queen karen please add me to the new member class veggie vixen <laughs> <laughs> i can't stop laughing from sound like 08 sounds like 08 says rod and karen had my side hurting in the episode ashy adjacent i i have to admit that i've been owning owing my favorite podcast a five-star review for too long but karen inspired me to finally put five on it with her with her commissary kitchen rant karen had me doubled over talking about microwave and chicken girl you and me right there together love y'all and keep doing it thank you we will um and then we also had a couple on stitcher uh nita new says daily addiction five stars the best podcast out there Ryder karen has such great chemistry that their daily with their daily banter and outlook on topics going into today going on in today's world i have been a premium listener for years but never commented because i stash episodes like a true addict yeah uh-huh. there's a few there's a few people out there that be like uh you know what dog like it's people that was asking where was the show and i i see them live tweeting the show i'm like but you still three weeks behind why you what you mean where the show it'll be all right it don't matter they were like look all i know is it's supposed to be more and i ain't getting it i will never allow my cue to fall below 15 shows which causes me to not be up on the latest joke seriously what am i to do if a comet hits and the only thing i have left in the world is my phone aware that this is a drastic example but you get it do yourself a favor and become a miss a listener if nothing but to hear rod and karen's ridiculous puns at terrible news all the while laughing at themselves i am left in tears well we thank you for listening and and i i can't wait for till december when you hear this you know you don't really <laughs> you're gonna enjoy the hell out of it yeah <laughs> uh donna says too funny your show was so amazing that it actually made me join twitter i just couldn't get enough y'all are doing a great job oh thank you well i apologize for you having to join into the crowd of ashiness and angriness and uh whatever trolling and dog avatars roll up on you you know um yeah, block them baby block them 
yeah so you know I, i'm sorry but i hope it works uh you know hope it works out anyway mm-hmm. um all right so let's go ahead and get into people that love comments on the page okay we we have episodes on the com. you can go there you can create a login you can leave comments um on the page and let us know what you think about stuff okay um we had episode 1301 clown on clown crime uh jojo says it was a feedback episode jojo says when you were talking about the feminist classes feed feedback oh yeah we soon okay so it started with there was a uh basically an essay someone wrote that said they don't want men in classes about feminism and gender studies and shit just you know keep them out of it and you know kind of like saying we don't want white people in black history class or whatever and i was like i can understand that you know like to a certain extent because motherfuckers are gonna be butt hurt and make it all about them you know i also think at some point you would like men to at least be educated on and allied with the same way i would like white people to be educated on and allied with certain causes in the black community but i understand that not you know there there's hurdles to all this shit not not everybody wants to deal with it Mm-mm. um so it says reminding me about prerequisites in school like if you pass the beginner then it's pretty that is pretty bu- brutal then you can take the other classes either the high level classes would be full of men who know what they signed up for or those classes would be full of people already self-selected to be taking talking about serious issues maybe love you guys yeah i don't know i'm not saying uh yeah i don't have the solution that's a good idea though you know if they pass some type of like i don't uh, feminism yeah intro to feminism 101 type thing yeah Yeah, like if you can deal with this then you know we feel comfortable allowing you to go to these other classes because we know you're not going to come in and cause these problems and we can kind of prepare you for the other classes telling you you know things not to do things to make people mad you know and the thing that nobody wants to hear explaining your privilege to you which everybody acts ignorant when it comes to their own personal privilege because you know, just because you're in a minority group does not mean you don't have privilege. You know, being an American, quote unquote, is a privilege, period. You know, and that's a privilege in itself being an American, but people don't want to consider that, you know, a quote unquote privilege. But, you know, you can, everybody has privilege to some extent. Yeah, and I mean, you can always, I mean, it's just some of it's a trust issue too, because, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's learning. And I'm sure right. that even when it's a class full of women, there are women who are like, but I think this is wrong. I mean, there's, shit i've read articles where a woman will proclaim to be like a feminist but i'm an old school feminist and the new feminists have taken it too far and you guys are making men suck and all this shit um so like it's just it's a bunch of theory around it it's a bunch of not everyone's gonna agree and stuff but you know i just i was just saying in a learning environment yeah i could see maybe vetting people maybe letting people opt into certain type of classes like hey you want a class with just nothing but women do you can take this one you know something like that uh chance christopher says y'all yo y'all flip the script intro uh the introverts mocking that silly ass lady laughing my ass off oh <laughs> oh yeah i forgot i did that <laughs> yeah that uh <laughs> bitch you thirsty please drive us right what does this mean i don't uh, know uh is being a clown a lifestyle choice <laughs> that was the, that was the poll the poll 
yes or no yes or no they are born that way oh lord yes 76 percent of y'all say that it's a lifestyle choice i think it's a lifestyle choice. me too you know i don't respect those clowns at all 24 percent of y'all think they are born that way which is just sad it's just sad <laughs> to see you guys show me the science okay <laughs> um the poll uh i mean episode 1302 wait now y'all mad uh talking about donald trump and his pussy grabbing uh being the the impetus for so many republicans and and white women specifically to be to to i don't i'm not supporting this guy anymore what that mean i could be a victim right <laughs> he might grab my pussy oh no oh, right you probably not even his type but you don't care you outraged anyway Mm-hmm. anyway i still hate mexicans niggers jews uh uh i think a lot of uh ev says i think a lot of the outrage on the right over trump is just for show they created that monster and now they have to deal with it they're only speaking out against him because they think this could affect them in the polls the people who hated him still hate him and his diehard fans still defend him trump is like a persistent case of herpes you never asked for them you tried to get rid of them but they're not going anywhere oh lord uh i would i would say this um uh I'll, oh wait that might be the universe man yeah we'll see no 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 it's a phone call not okay a, yeah we'll see he ain't supposed to come till four um maybe early anyway um uh so uh i mean full disclosure guys our dvr box just like went out last night everything else works in the for our u-verse everything else works. dvr box just said fuck it i quit you guys are watching too many shows there's too much blackness on this there's episodes of atlanta blackish empire uh insecure they just yeah queen sugar it just said fuck you okay you know this is one of the reasons i try to watch my stuff as soon as possible can't let it pile up (laughs) y'all you know yeah they was like you couldn't flash arrow Mm -hmm. ages of steel legends of tomorrow but we watched most of those yeah but i'm saying there's a bunch of stuff we didn't watch that's just sitting on there uh so i don't know what yeah, we're gonna do we gotta remember what the fuck we supposed to be recording because you know you have stuff free up and it just records on its own right westworld uh, i had three episodes of that so we might be losing our dvr box so at any rate uh if they call us during the show to be like uh whatever we just gonna have to pause the show because i do want my shit fixed today uh <laughs> no offense to anyone yeah, but so yeah we'll be back up be part two yeah uh <laughs> uh oh wait they did leave a message let me use the new feature on the iphone where it, it uh tries to do it for you yeah that probably was them earlier they may have been no hold on calm down can uh okay cool no it's just somebody calling about my car need maintenance uh which it doesn't all right ah! um <clears throat> all right so it says uh by the way do you guys know do you guys have the dictation on y'all's iphones or when your samsung doesn't explode do you guys already have that where you can look at your voicemail and it actually has dictation on the screen for you because that is such a dope feature shout out to ios 10 it's dope um yeah. <clears throat> it tripped me out at first I was like, what are these words oh it's a text message I mean, yeah it's the voicemail ah! i love it i don't even have to like listen to your voice i can just like look at my thing and it's like hey this is john come pick up your, your whatever you and, know? And, it's, and it's fairly good but sometimes for some reason certain things it like blanks out like i don't know it's like you know what i'm not saying that name yeah <laughs> maybe it doesn't sound they can't figure out what you're saying anyway yeah, it's, little, it's better than google <clears throat> voice yeah back to the show though i'm sorry um so yeah ev says they're only speaking out against him because they think it could affect them in the polls people who hated him still hate him and his diehard fans will defend him 
uh, all right so uh the poll was y'all still gonna vote for trump 97 percent of y'all said y'all were never voting for him 1.37 percent of y'all said no you're not gonna vote for him now and one percent said y'all are gonna still vote for trump ah, you troll nobody left a comment that one person you a troll uh, that's out that's about that's about that's about right I, i'll take that for listeners to our show uh if it would have been a lot of y'all i would have been scared i know i've been like now what kind of audience do we really have we right. need to reevaluate y'all i don't know about no more meetups right <laughs> yeah uh all right we had uh uh episode 1303 ashy adjacent jackie a says i won't go see birth of a nation if i do see it it's gonna be on somebody's bad bootleg nate parker not getting any of my money i'm not the bad bootleg confucius aka blike underscore dante says hey Ryder karen just giving the show some love i saw that hotel queens rant over your tweet and that article and rolled my eyes so hard i started typing in cam newton <laughs> <laughs> anti-black feminism womanism homophobia and transphobia is never okay regardless who it is but it does sting a bit more when his sister's doing it anyway keep up the good work much love and need you to be ready for your own clown apocalypse draft uh hey i'll be ready dog we we riding on these clowns for sure <laughs> um and as far as uh yeah it's, yeah that article is terrible uh lenny says i had planned on seeing birth of a nation but it rained this weekend so i didn't leave the house but then by monday afternoon i started seeing social media messages critiquing the cinematography the accuracy and other critiques not about nate parker i can separate art and the artist but i don't support bad film if that's my black feminism at work i'll gladly take the blame p.s selma and 12 years a slave were both held by black men married to white women i think they did all right yeah a lot of this stuff is just people looking for an excuse to blame other people it's not about him having a white wife Mm -mm. um it's very you know in my opinion it's not really about the the sexual assault if we're being real uh because that's so common um it's it's about the timing of it and it's about the the interviews he gave they just weren't good like not that there's like great ways to get out of any of that shit but we know it's definitely not the way he did it even if you were a huge supporter of the dude you would definitely have to view because his interviews were inconsistent you would have to view it as either he lied on the i'm trying to be at the forefront of breaking down toxic masculinity and i apologize to anybody that you know has been affected by the way that i've handled this it hadn't been appropriate either he was lying then or he was lying when he went up on 60 minutes and shit and was like nah i ain't do nothing wrong why y'all keep bringing up all shit like it's just you know like it's just not the best way to handle it man uh he doesn't have the quote-unquote luxury of disappearing i almost wonder what would happen in an alternate universe where he listened to his people and they said look just don't do the press tour like you can't stop what's about to happen and you're not going to be able to manipulate the press to do the work for you just don't do any more interviews be a recluse if you have to until the oscars come out like it's this is not gonna work for you because if you keep trying to do interviews you're gonna eventually keep saying the wrong shit um, and they may have told him that he may have said fuck y'all i just i, I think that's I, yeah. all my heart i you can't tell me 
he didn't have somebody in his PR department that was like, nigga, sit your black ass down, shut the fuck up, we trying to make money. He was like, fuck y'all, I got an ego. My ego say I ain't do nothing wrong. My ego say I got to defend myself. And yeah. he's a grown ass man. So not only he fuck his money up, you know, he fucked other people's money up too. And as far as the quality of the film, I've heard conf- conflicting stuff. I haven't, uh, I haven't just heard that it's bad or whatever. I think <clears throat> because of, uh, leaning one way like towards seeing it or not seeing it people are cherry picking the things that would make them feel that it's bad you know what i mean like if you hear something put it this way if you don't like somebody anything you hear bad about them is something that you fuck with you know what i mean it's just that's really where we're at people don't like that dude they don't like how he's handled this shit and then you have a bunch of other people that whether they like him or not they like that he made this movie and that's more important to them than anything else and that like that's the size that i see having all this conflict and it's not that complicated but people keep trying to make it more complicated than that and it's not very complicated when you don't like somebody and then you hear somebody say well the movie is like that cool i was looking for a reason not to give this motherfucker my money anyway you know um there's never gonna be universal positive reviews especially about a black movie um because half the time i mean look at luke cage black people love luke cage and you still got art reviews where you're like oh what what was he watching what was this person watching so there's always gonna be some negative reviews but you know if you don't support the dude then you latch on to the negative it's like well then fuck it movie must be terrible the same way i've seen people that love the concept of the movie that really wanted to see this movie really really badly they're still latching on to the january reviews that came from like sundance film festival and shit Uh which routinely um movies do well at sundance that don't really do well in after they get into the public and make no money yeah there's a lot of movies like that as well where it's like okay sundance people were excited about this but once the general public got to it or 10 months later once everybody got to see it it couldn't live up to the impossible hype of sundance like right. it's you know all these things happen in the movie industry but i really think at the core of all this shit is just uh motherfuckers don't like that dude so if i hear that your cinematography is bad and uh, the 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 religious overtones are too strong and all that then 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 i'm like oh cool another reason not to see it and now i'm starting to to run with that even though i didn't see the movie i can just be like well i heard this you know um all that to say i don't know the quality of the movie and i don't know that i'll ever see the movie or whatever because like i said i i've i've been 100 percent consistent about this shit from day one i don't really do boycotts of artists i don't really worship any level of celebrity um so like none of that shit affects me but i do like having fun as black people within my culture i love when we can celebrate our blackness and 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 have a good time and make jokes and things that become cultural touchstones and things like that i love that shit so this was a chance for that and it's not anymore so now i don't want to see it like it's not like it's no it's it's not an anger thing it's not um whatever you know I, i really feel like uh as cynical as i am um there's so many rapists and people that are abusive to women and 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 whatnot that are prospering out here in the world Mm -hmm. 
i don't really do boycotts and shit like that because i don't even know what the fuck you would do that hadn't been touched by some rapist that's how prevalent this shit is in our society come on um but what i can say is that if i don't have a good feeling about it then i'm not gonna support it you know i haven't had a good feeling about uh r kelly project you know it, it wasn't some like so just stance that i took it's just i i can't i just can't listen to that dude you know i saw something today where it said you can stream his album and i was like p look like a p stream like a stream of piss ah! like i can't not think about it you know right. so i you know it is what it is man so when you go i don't i've never um uh i've never even seen one video of trapped in the closet like i said it wasn't on purpose i've heard people say how hilarious it is and shit i just was like i don't fuck with that too <laughs> like it i can't you know and and i'm not and and i'm not trying to put myself on the stand because honestly i don't find it to be consistent you know what i mean i think different shit hits different people because we're all human and we're all different if you want to get mad at people for being hypocrites then feel free but know that you're a hypocrite on some level too because there's something you enjoy that you're not uh, that you're not as consistent about when it comes to something else this always is because you're human so anyway uh and maya b says well my middle name just my name must be petty because i was partying all weekend on birth of a flop going aluminum paperclip (laughs) not aluminum paperclip lord oh that is petty i wonder what (laughs) i wonder what she hotel thinks about people like me a lesbian woman is who thinks nate parker looks like a human thumb anyway fuck her eve says nate parker can kick rocks i won't be supporting any project he is attached to because of how he handled his this entire situation surrounding his rape accusation and my petty runs deep fuck him yep that's the uh yep that's about the size of it um like i said i I think people want to act act like you can't be human about this not everybody want to see this shit you Mm know um and then uh the poll was did you go see birth of a nation yes no and not yet but i plan to five percent of y'all have seen it which is uh kind of low you know i thought it would be higher to be honest uh for the record i have no judgment on people seeing the movie i don't feel like you seeing that movie then turns you like you were in the room raping her too like no nah, i you, don't believe that Mm-mm. yeah i like i get it you know what i mean i'm not like i i wish people could respect that both ways though right i wish people that saw it wouldn't then go out and try to guilt people into seeing a movie because i'm telling you guilt is the worst seller of any movie right walk out of a movie and tell people how entertaining it was they might go see it walk out of a movie and tell people how uh the quality was that it was really well done they might go see it you walk out of a movie and then go if you don't see this you ain't you you a, uh, a coon or whatever you're not going to get people to see it i know it it don't work for me y'all i know it's several movies that came out that was like the the black movies of the year and i was like um that's not my thing and you know as soon as you say that you know that's not your thing or you don't you know you don't want to go watch it you just get bombarded with people telling you that you have to i was like oh okay now i ain't gotta do shit fuck you yeah i mean look at 12 years of slave i still remember talking about 
that movie on this show where i was like i really loved it but what i wouldn't do is be like you a bad bad black person if you don't want to see it yeah it's like i can understand not wanting to see it it was really good it you know uh well done all that shit but at the same time i saw people being like because they saw it they would the way they would pitch it to other people is i was in the theater and i was i was crying it's so it's so brutal it's such a hard thing to watch i'm like yeah nobody want to see not a lot of people want to see a movie for that reason right right and that you know? was another thing for me too just the people's description of it i was like that's this doesn't sound entertaining to me right but people did that with uh passion of the christ you know yeah. it's like people guilt people into seeing movies all the time well they try to all the time but it's just a bad seller like it's not a motivator to leave my house and go sit in the theater so i can have a good cry for most people most people's motivating factors are like was it entertaining was it good was it that and this stopped being about that for this movie a long time ago yes sir uh cabadonna says damn that shit was long sorry rod i know you hate reading it oh okay so i gotta read these comments okay sierra e. johnson says yes i i am a women and as much as i hate rape i hate white supremacist ignorance even more my black son needs to see this movie and when and if he asks me about the creator i will tell you the facts that i know all right well that is uh one way to view it you know um i and and for the like i said uh don't forget there's a lot of avenues out there to educate your kid about black history and figures in black history um uh nothing's wrong with it with it being this movie to be honest with you i don't have a problem with that i haven't seen the movie but that that's not a, a issue for me but what i would add is like i hope we're not leaving it only to film to educate our kids right. you know if you really feel it's important for your kid to know about uh you know nat turner then i, I then I, you know by all means uh pick up pick up a book you know what i mean like uh there's other documentaries there's other things out there uh so i just hope this isn't just it because uh sometimes i think people put that kind of pressure on film but film is made for entertainment and there's going to be liberties taken with a film that may or may not have happened in real life but they add to the value of the entertainment you know people are talking about the fact that there's multiple uh rape sexual assaults in this film um and they're like oh the hypocrisy of it but more importantly it's a it's a liberty that that a, that a person takes when they make a film people thought the same thing with selma like yeah, they did. you know our oh the way they portray lbj that's not how it really was she took some liberties with this and it's like yeah because it's a fucking film you know what i mean if i want to watch a documentary i watch eyes on the prize you right. know what i mean if i want to read a book i'll read a book about it so uh but i but at no point should just a film be seen as the end all be all of educating uh the kids or even educating yourself man but yeah i mean it's still not a bad entry point to learn about certain historical figures and shit uh cabadonna says i'll probably see birth of a nation alone the missus ain't gonna see no slave movie she runs out of the room anytime i watch it 12 years it's queen of cotway for this weekend and my boo loved south side with you by the way i read that piece from the woman on the medium that was up with her hate of on shape what was up with her hate on shea butter and frankly it was really <laughs> frankly it was really really stupid this bit of broad made my head hurt why is it that um 
everyone who defended defends nate parker skips over logic and nuance and goes straight to incoherent black woman bashing and conspiracy theory of all the defenses i've heard about the parker situation i've only read one defense of nate parker that was reasonable and didn't try to yada yada the accusations to me special cloth sounds like she uh she's bitter that she can't get that mainstream cred maybe if she didn't show a side note every paragraph but whatever <laughs> <laughs> and using this man and this movie as a springboard for her hatred of every negro with a twitter check mark and the boot she's a terrible writer yeah i was sad to see roland martin promoting that shit that was just what a bummer man right. like really dude like did you, you even read it i doubt it that, like that shit was that shit was real bad man and he tried to switch it, it at the end into i just want to start these conversations because these conversations are important it's like no mm-hmm. you were fucking up and you don't have the temerity or the 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 integrity to be like you know what dog i fucked up i ran with that shit it was not well written Mm-mm. it was factually inaccurate right somebody pointed that out to his attention after he had defended it guarantee you he read the t- read the title of some shit and rolled with it and did not read the yeah content. yeah these petty black feminists man the movie made that's another thing someone said it flopped earlier the movie made like six or seven million uh, queen of cotway didn't make that much money Mm-mm. neither did south side with you nope i doubt moonlight's gonna make that much money i don't i'm not calling it a flop because i really don't think that's a flop but more importantly if it didn't flop why are you mad if it didn't flop then why are you mad at black feminists why are you mad at all just like enjoy the movie and leave it at that not everyone got to be on board with the things that, ent- that entertain you uh anyway um look nobody seeing this movie is pro-rape any more than my mother-in-law dancing to stepping in the blame of love uh while cleaning her house saturday mornings is co-signing r kelly's fetishes of <laughs> of urine and pedophilia and if you don't want to see this movie because you think that nate parker is a sexual predator who has yet to see the error of his ways that's completely understandable uh and it's not a sign that you're brainwashed by white feminists it's a movie go or don't go they're bigger picture they're bigger things that define your wokeness quote unquote right but to your point the moisture deficient among our community really could have ignored the haters and watched the movie hotels talk a good game but don't want to put skin in the game whether it's taking your kids to a movie showing up at a rally or supporting our freedom fighters uh yeah thank you capadonna and no nah, i'm not mad at, it wasn't too long Mm-mm, it wasn't too long at all but that's my motto with ashy niggas they don't support shit like they complain mm-hmm. but they don't put no money on it and they don't support shit now tear shit down oh they all about that and if it's a woman oh let it be a black woman they they there all day long banging them sandwiches but you talking about um we need your help we need your support we're trying to accomplish something yeah i I just it's sadly predictable Mm -hmm. the it's somehow it's always gonna be black women's fault like it's what's funny to me is often at times they attribute feminism to black women that aren't even black feminists it's just like black feminist means a woman of color that disagrees or with me on twitter and that and then niggas just run with that and they're like these black feminists are out here doing this that and the other and it's like y'all just hate them so much what is it about them that you hate like because you can't control them a lot right a lot of of, uh the ashy hotel niggas problems and in in just some men in general Mm -hmm. they hate women they can't control right i can't control you i can't tell you what to do 
you won't listen to me you won't just agree with me you won't let me swing my dick and just be a man how dare you tell me i'm wrong how dare you tell me i don't know what i'm talking about how dare you be more educated than me how dare you know more than me and a lot of it boils down to i have to put you in your place because i'm a man right when at the end of the day most of them wouldn't know manhood if it smacked them in the fucking face they don't know the definition of it you know what's wild is a lot of times i share certain opinions and values with that people would view as you know black feminism blah blah womanism whatever you want to call it right but at the same time niggas love me you know what i mean (laughs) like for the most part for the most part even motherfuckers that vehemently would be like i disagree with you on this this and this still oh i love they they fuck with the humor they fuck with the show they they you know love talking to me about all kinds of shit because they don't feel that they have to be able to control a man to be friends with that dude like it's you know what i mean like so if if i say some shit is they can just roll their eyes and be like whatever nigga and but we still cool essentially but i don't fall into this group of people that they just fucking hate and don't want to see me say anything or whatever because you know um you know it, which is funny though because like you said this it has to be something about the fact that you want to control these women in order right. to assert your manhood because i guess it's not threatening to your manhood that i'm like yeah what you just said was uh stupid and i disagree with it right because they respect you but right. it's, di- it's different when a woman says that same thing it's different when a woman controls her sexuality a woman talks about how many niggas she don't fuck the woman is open up about uh various different things like you know that becomes you know a problem you know a dude can go on you know all day long and post uh shirtless pictures and shorts and all that shit and they'll leave that dude alone if 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 they quote unquote don't consider him gay or transsexual and all these other categories which to an extent goes back to woman in their mind you know that's why they pick on these other categories because they consider it less than or 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 a woman a woman light uh and so it's one of those things where that's why a lot of them be like you gay because they consider that uh, a less than a man trait when <laughs> that's not true um and i think that a lot of it boils down to the control control woman's body her sexuality what she says what she does because at the end of the day a lot of them have no control in their own personal lives and they feel like a woman is the one thing that they should be able to control yeah just by nature of being a man right well yeah but yeah it's interesting though i mean not that every nigga likes me but you know my point being the response to me is completely different um uh we had episode uh 1304 unbearable puns where we had Aisha callahan on of the root uh Aisha callahan god damn it i fucked it up again Aisha callahan of the root on um we talked about all kinds of stuff um apparently roland martin had gone after her um uh at any rate eve says i laughed and laughed and laughed some more when i heard that billy bush was getting fired i real <laughs> i remember when he used to be a dj for a morning show in dc and he was a jackass then I-, I believe he was fired for saying something inappropriate that just goes to show how strong that privilege is when mediocrity like his rises to the top i guess it run- runs in the family after all his cousin was president fuck him and all the bushes fuck bush be- baked beans too and that's true you know what you bring up a good thing it's something i and and what i feel like this there's not true equality until they can be a mediocre person of color just being fucking average like just being average and making a lot of money 
you ain't the superstar but you constantly get hired for the same job even though you fuck it up you ain't that good at nobody gives a fuck they constantly hiring you again you know until you could be mediocre at what you do and still not have to be the best of the best that's when you become that's when it's true equality in the world to me yep i hear you uh and the poll was should billy bush get fired yes or no he's just a kid 91 <laughs> percent of y'all say he should get fired so nine yeah. percent of y'all say he's just a kid guys mm-hmm. all right and the last episode was roland in the deep um had six comments let's see uh anonymous says please stop talking about nate parker we are so over oh man you you got some bad news coming this week yeah you do uh this episode we we already talked about him today mm-hmm. um we are so over you talking about uh talking along with bernie sanders talking about that along with bernie sanders it did seven million on the opening weekend and most people talked about this on monday and i have i haven't brought it back since get over it i haven't brought it back since okay um i would just i i mean i guess the best way to put this would be to say that this is not your show so you can't make us do anything we don't want to do we could turn this shit into the nate parker power hour every week come on and it you can either listen or not listening i'm sorry that someone forced you to listen to our show me too but uh yeah you can't you can't really do shit about this so we're gonna continue to talk about whatever we feel is relevant uh to the things that are important to us and you can feel free to move the fuck on or shut the fuck up but nothing's gonna um nothing's gonna happen you know so you know in the words of vice principals don't you shut the fuck up nobody here wants to listen to your misguided bullshit okay now people responded to his comment tech support says your podcast listening device comes with a fully functional fast forwarding button Ah! feel free to use it shout out to it lenny says ahem thank you for having the nate parker convo the segment provided much needed context that was missing from my timeline this was an exhibit infinity that we just need more diverse voices in all areas we can't expect a handful of films or outlets to carry an entire race while i would love more black media to cover the entertainment industry as a business and give context to uh birth of a nation uh oh to bo figures my taste may not generate ad dollars or page views <laughs> Uh, yeah man look we gonna talk about it it's black and black people talking about it it Come is on. what the fuck it is dog and honestly the only time people really want us to shut up is when they get tired of us talking about shit they disagree with us about right <laughs> you don't never gonna you never gonna write in and say why y'all keep talking about black lives matter why y'all keep talking about these police killing black people why y'all keep talking about uh uh whatever it's always just some shit that you want to opt out of and it's why this is one of the reasons i talk about the fact that black men because i guarantee this is a dude come on often are like the white people or black people because we opt out of shit it's like this is about women oh women care about this nah fuck that why y'all even talking about this shit if it ain't about something a man like if it ain't pertaining specifically to black men i don't want to hear that shit and you're talking about it too much like whatever dog like i feel like at this point 
we can be pretty confident in saying we know how to run a podcast better than you do you know what i'm saying so not to try to get big time but when they flying you out to miami holler at your boy let me know what you did to get there you know but until then listen or don't <sighs> all right Micah says kfc and kool-aid they don't tell you but this is how damon boone lost to black mariah oh, okay <laughs> makes sense that makes sense uh amani says can't i can't with this show art oh it's a picture of picture of roller martin uh holding flower petals wearing a pink ascot um i can't with this show art roland martin out here looking like a creepy uncle fake ass magician pulling wool over your eyes trying to blame black women again how am i going to take this fred from scooby-doo looking motherfucker seriously trying to pull stuff like this and shout out to cowards leaving anonymous comments telling you how to do your job you're so good at people invite you down to miami to pay to hear you hope y'all had a blast love you too thanks amani yeah don't worry about anonymous dude um i'm sure um in danbury connecticut um there's not a lot to do so oh you ain't know the ip addresses on the oh, okay well then let's not don't talk no shit anonymous um falcons diva says because of your miami trip i was able to catch up and post a comment before feedback show yay me i'm so disappointed in roland martin how he would he feel if black the black feminist mafia took the tv one calling for his dismissal by the way that's how you know he bullshitting for the record like all this the black feminist do did this and did that you know it's a lie because nobody gets on any of these platforms without black women supporting them period none of these black platforms okay men black men we don't really support a lot of shit Mm-mm. no you know no 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 i don't think that's a secret i'm not saying that even to demean black men but men in general we are given a certain foundation when we are like um on this earth as children that we don't have to be a supportive of shit okay we're not taught to do the supporting things okay when it comes to like looking for a woman we're not taught of all the things we do to support a wife women are taught these things like oh you're gonna have to cook for your man you're gonna have to clean for your man you're gonna have to give you're gonna have to sacrifice right like if if somebody gotta do something to give up for their career that needs to be you i'm not saying these things are right but just that life in general does not shape men to be um givers or supporters that's the reason that there's umpteen relationship books for women about actually finding a man and being in a relationship and those people get rich off of that shit whereas um men that make macking books and shit like that end up having to change careers and pretend to be like pro-black activist type dudes because you're not going to make money off a bunch of fucking hard neck niggas trying to get trying to get laid like even like it's just not we're not taught to be supportive so um it, it, it tells you something that roland martin would take on black women essentially uh on twitter while being on tv one which is a platform you can't get without black women come on like you you and he's not he knows he's not afraid of it because if he was truly afraid that shit would sink his show if he really thought black women were this angry mob of people the comments that he said would have mobbed him up right wouldn't that be enough to be like well fuck you then we're not gonna watch your show boycott roland martin which is so funny that hashtag wasn't trending because 
everybody was just like here go rolling being rolling again you know and i think at this point also black women are so used to being let down that it was almost like par for the course who else you know it's not like there's a short list barry belafonte and anthony anderson and i mean it's a lot of brothers that just pick the y'all trying y'all trying to uh trying to set up nate parker on this one you know what i mean there's a lot of people like that it's sad to watch it happen um with people that you know you want to you want to support so but yeah it's it's obviously bullshit he wouldn't be on tv one if black women truly were this vengeful petty mafia of blah 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 they'd just be like get his ass off tv ain't nobody else watching tv one um <laughs> that's true right <laughs> who else is watching tv one it's gotta be black women know what channel it comes on right <laughs> um he says this is why he doesn't even believe his bs if he we were powerful enough to cause birth of a nation to flop not that it did we will be powerful enough to come for his job what's sad is for the most part i've seen black women fairly silent regarding the movie what i mean is the women i know that chose not to see the movie for moral reasons aren't broadcasting it i've seen some share articles and no comment my facebook timeline has more black women telling people to go see the movie those of us that chose not to have been silent now those that know me and know that i support almost all black movies may recognize my silence but i haven't been telling folks i'm not seeing it or calling on others to boycott even when a friend shares an article with no comment and obtuse man come to comment on the post no one jumps in to set him straight it's like we're walking a fine line of silent dissension um trying not to hurt further or offend our brothers yeah i've noticed that too so i don't know you know i guess at this point i've curated my page enough that motherfuckers know i don't play that shit but yeah i've noticed that too like it's not black women didn't organize around this Mm-mm. you know to a certain extent especially the way that it kind of came out there's a lot of black women that i uh, i think if if we could truly if they could truly be expressive of how they feel i would hazard to guess most black women feel hurt like it's not like it may be displayed as anger it may be displayed as fuck him and all that but a lot of it's got to feel like betrayal like how did you pitch yourself as this guy that see that needed to make this movie about a figure of basically justice in this country but then you perpetrated one of the worst injustices you can do to a woman and seem to be unrepentant about it you really seem to have you don't even see the parallels in the two like to you this has nothing to do with your movie you know it's you know it's it's just sad it's just sad because your movie you know if your movie has rape in it then that means you know how fucked up rape is you know what i mean or you wouldn't have put it in the movie if you didn't know so it's not like you can be like i don't think it's a big deal like you obviously think it's a big deal and you know it's it's just it's a, it's a sad situation i think it hurt a lot of people that are like i wanted to support this man and his movie and this historical figure and now here here we are at this at this imp like we can't get past this you know that's my guess anyway but um you know it's social media people ain't got time to express all that and i think Mm -hmm. people are protecting themselves mentally and stuff i I don't even know if people analyze it that way to go well i'm hurt by this because i think a lot of times people feel like admitting that you're hurt is almost like a a weakness to be like man i really wanted to see this as as like a black moment and i feel hurt and betrayed by this dude you know um 
but whatever i don't think uh you know i i think some of these motherfuckers are playing with fire when it comes to roland martin and shit though because if black women have really one i mean one of these days it's gonna happen yeah one one of these days someone's going to keep come out come out of there because like there are certain areas where it's mostly black men that support certain people you know certain podcasters and radio shows and shit but there's some areas where there's no way you're successful without black women there's just no way and one of these days you are going to piss them off because you don't respect that demographic and they go and the thing about it the thing about it and this shows you how ignorant some men are to the power of of black women yeah, so I and I really do think something's gonna happen with the demographic and all the support is gonna come from black women, and you're gonna make them mad and they're gonna rally. And one thing about it, this election has taught America black women know how to rally, they know how to put shit together, they know how to organize, they know how to come out in full force, they know how to come out in numbers, they know how to come together and let you know we ain't here for your shit whole of black lives matter just that whole phrasing started with black women so that goes to tell you alone that if we say enough is enough and we fed up and we begin to organize we begin to email we begin to call because something else too people underestimate the power of black women and they underestimate the positions that we have and the power of authority that we have and there are a lot of black women in a lot of high positions and there are a lot of black women with a lot of money that can actually reach out and start doing some shit and start making some shit happen and they can get interviews and they can make phone calls and they really can make shit happen if you make the wrong person mad ask wendy williams when wendy williams went on tv talking about hbcu saying ignorant shut and she forgot that a black woman was on ford and she was like you know what bitch you ain't getting this money no more well what's funny is roland martin was one of the people that straightened her out and went on her show to straighten her out which makes you wonder did he do that because he thought she was wrong and he wanted to uh correct her or did he just do it because she was a black woman i don't know at this point like once you reveal yourself to be this kind of nigga it's like well what exactly you know what i mean what right. what are your motivations really because what are they if you truly would have done any level of research you wouldn't be at this conclusion that somehow this is black women's fault that the movie is however you're viewing it you know um the other thing though i was gonna say is like um if if one of these days someone's going to black women are going to organize on somebody and they're going to find out that when it comes to consumers in these spaces it's mostly black women and somebody gonna lose their shit like i don't know who or whatever but it's just that that programming to be disrespectful towards black women is just constantly within everybody you know yeah and not only that and the biggest thing about it is that women black women spend more than black men just this is keep that real black men spend money too but black women spend more money on on like other things outside of what's actually needed to to the function from day to day we'll splurge on things that we don't have to have and so once you start doing that but like oh you know what let me cancel my paypal donation let me cancel my subscription let me you know stop downloading you know let me do these other things that was kind of in my normal routine because i want to support i don't have to do this i'm here because i want to be here stop abusing me yeah it's weird too because like sometimes people i think when people look at our show they probably wonder how we're doing so well you know which is funny because a lot of times that comes from people that 
uh, you would think they would listen to the show just out of research purposes because people within the podcasting industry or whatever but one of the reasons we do so well is because we're more about bringing people together and discussing things and being inclusive as opposed to the vast majority of shows that i would that are out there where they can't get past their own egos to even see things beyond just their own experience so they're not like they're they're not very inclusive or they don't want to be um you know like you want to have a show that black women support but you talk shit about them or you want to have uh you know you have black you you have black men um that are in your listener base but they're not as supportive like they're not you know advertisers don't want to be associated with certain people shit like we curse we say a bunch of shit on this show but at the same time they don't have to worry about tuning in and we're just going off talking on some homophobic like you know oh yeah by the way we also hate gay people forgot to mention that one day you know like the like certain things limit your scope and your audience so what's funny about this throwing this at the feet of black women thing for a person that's on tv one is like well how much of your percentage of your audience is black women you know but here's the thing about men and especially men that come out of the church vein and that culture a large part of that one of the reasons i don't i don't go to church i don't even like it um one of the one of the main tenets of church is men telling women what to do and you don't need much to do it other than to be a man so every man should be able to turn to women that's why you see niggas with three followers on twitter being like ladies you need to do because it's just ingrained in our culture to do this to women and especially black women um and and it's funny because you'll have an audience of mostly black women but the assumption is they're listening to you to be told what to think you know what i mean like they're not listening as just like because when you think of men listening to you you're not thinking what these men need to be listen men like we don't even have segments of anything where it's like let's let me tell these men what they need to do we don't even have that that shit doesn't exist anywhere it's always some shit for some women to do because it's just put into the culture that way so i think it's like really uh sad to see people treat women like that especially when you're gonna turn around and try to sell women products i guarantee you look at his commercials it's gonna be hair products it's gonna be you know shit geared towards women but you at the same time you you're also blaming these women for putting uh rape ahead of blackness as far as you're concerned I've said this and I will continue to say this. Black men are allowed to be men first and black second. Black women have to be black first and a woman second. All right. Um, oh, and every time you honk that horn, I curse to myself and say, not another one. Great show. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Not another one. Clown crime. <laughs> Great show. And I miss you guys, sort of. I just caught up and I'm sure there will be another post soon. LOL. Uh, I hear you, Falcon Diva. Um, and the poll was Obama cupcake racist or not racist 61% of y'all say the Obama cupcake is racist it was a cupcake with Oreo in the middle and 39% say it's not racist now the people that made the cupcake are black I don't know if that changes anything out there in podcast land but yeah I said it was not racist and it sounded delicious it did sound delicious mm-hmm. so did them Obamas though they some delicious people come on now especially that goddamn Michelle Mm. all that chocolatey goodness 
listen everybody like i'm gonna miss when she's not in the white house i'm like she probably gonna be stunting on them even after the white house ain't nobody gonna be paying attention to whatever bill wearing you know what i mean y'all know how it is guys um give a fuck about his imani suit yeah um all right let me see uh annoying him maybe it's stacy adams shoes i don't know <laughs> steve harvey collection right anybody paying him no attention uh let me switch over sessions real quick so we won't okay. get cut off and then i'll do the emails give me one second here um and then we'll talk about miami so extra long feedback show for the folks well, i get this up running um all right watch where you walking nigga hey what you say nigga watch closely you're about to experience a nigga moment Webster defines the nigga moment as a moment when ignorance overwhelms the mind of an otherwise logical negro man what did you say bitch nigga Hey, squeeze it, nigga. Causing him to act in an illogical, self-destructive manner, i.e., like a nigga. Nigga moments are unpredictable. Hey, wait, man, wait. This is stupid. Hey, you right, dog. Look, let's put the guns away and go on about our business. Freeze! But they all end up bad. If they had their own category, nigger moments would be the third leading killer of black men behind pork chops and FEMA. It's Aww. a fact. Now let's see how a nigger moment affects a white man. Frick. Watch where you walking, bitch. What did you... Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> where you going? Don't you ignore me. This is a perfectly good moment to throw your life away. A big misconception about the nigger moment is that it can be avoided by simply moving away from niggas. If only it were that easy. <laughs> did you forget the mutual mic? I think I did. I'm sorry. Professionals. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Now let's talk back about Nick Parker. Uh, all right, we got some emails. 1301, Clown on Clown Crime. This is by Janine, who says, Hey, Rod, Karen and Rod uh hey karen and Rod, i just wanted to reach out and let you know that yes us premium listeners are out here and we are enjoying everything you do as for episode 1301 i made the mistake of listening while working from my home office during a virtual meeting totally forgetting that i was uh in the damn meeting karen i get my life to you every day i admire your courage to speak your truth i have even recruited my sister become to become a listener oh thank you baby just wanted to send you some love thank you for all that you do thank you thank you you know the the family that listens together stays together mm-hmm. that's what i'll say me too um let's see we got this from Fusebox who says why is it that i own i'm i'm in my 40s so i actually own music almost every song used to intro white people news maybe it's because <laughs> i don't have to worry about katrina and the waves let me down like krs1 <laughs> Aww. oh you know i never thought of it i never really thought of it that way but i guess in a way like uh but you know what nah i can't even say that because like you never know with these um old white people they they like 
what we need to do is start asking these old white musicians about kaepernick i bet you they'll let a lot of it'd be a lot of music you start looking at sideways some of them album covers people you thought was cool and shit too like you in this cool as i thought you was yeah it'd be like bono and shit people you don't even expect coming out like i just don't understand i don't i mean not bono no i respect the flag you know, i guarantee it's a lot of white people that yeah. just see we don't that's the that's the fucked up part about being black in this world is like with some black shit happens they ask you uh even if it has nothing to really do with you right but then white people get a pass you know that like i wonder how many white musicians fucking hate cabernet's guts but we'll never see it because who the fuck is asking them that in an interview because nobody cares you know you got ozzy osbourne in front of you are you really going oh yeah that cabernet question no you're gonna ask them some other fuck shit uh also in all the roasting of mjb uh for her serenading uh hrc sorry uh i haven't heard that the song is actually a bruce springsteen song american skin uh negative 41 shots what that's the name of the whole song american skin 41 shots yep i own it from the early 2000s it's a it earned him an naacp humanitarian humanitarian award apologies if i missed it nah we i didn't know that i don't know either i don't listen to a lot of white music keep up the good work from a guy this is the guy who you're talking to the person that was like why everybody so sad about this david bowie guy you know what i mean ah! I, I i can't front some shit culturally i'd be out of the loop on with white people shit Me too. uh keep up the good work from a guy in the black stripe uh in a uh in a connecticut as another listener called it on the feedback show thank you thank you uh let's see who else we got callie c says y'all spoiled us hey karen and rod hope all is well i just wanted to let you know how spoiled we are about the fact that you actually do research before you decide to make make a topic part of your show i've always appreciated the effort but it really hit home last week yeah y'all had to listen to other shows and y'all realized that people don't know what they're talking about right Mm-hmm. like that's the thing i people be like rod's always correcting karen no rod read what the fuck he's talking about now Karen and karen's going. hearing it for the first time like y'all hearing it you know and i and i'm sure the first time i heard it i was also like nah that can't be right right or what is it this and then you know i just happened to know because you know i researched it yeah rock researches uh i was listening to this other podcast and they made their top show show topic nate parker but they had done literally no research other than maybe seeing what people are tweeting well i'm sure that that show had only done it on monday and no other day because we all know that only the blackout tips we'll talk about it more than one day i was so annoyed that there's so much information that is out there and available and they didn't read up on any of it before making it the main topic of that show yeah you know who else does this and it bothers the fuck out of me the news i I can't believe what passes for news for us because right there's shit where the host literally should know the details because they're bringing up the topic and they knew they were going to be talking about it before they got on the air they know nothing and you can listen to the host be uninformed too it's like really is that uh what it's like did you not read anything it's like bitch they didn't give you a memo they they didn't give you something to run up they ain't google come on yeah like and obviously it's not everybody but it's just like you can tell certain hosts take it upon themselves to be like i'm going to do an informed show that has some integrity and certain people are like i'm gonna go out there and wing it and ask all the dumb questions because that's what the people really want to see um 
but uh but yeah there's a lot of shows and podcasts that you know they get details wrong or they don't even look into the details you know there's um you know with the the derrick rose uh verdict coming out right after we did balls deep so we didn't get to talk about it i'm sure we'll talk about it next week but um there were so many people that were like see that's the see because she was lying and the whole time see they tried to set him up it's like you didn't look into any details Mm-mm. but but well jury heard all the details first of all that's not always true a lot of times we the public get more information than the jury would get mm-hmm. you know knowing anything about the law motherfucker uh like when yep, people say that we're like stuff that comes out to the general public that their jury has yeah, no idea well not just that they don't it's not allowable it's not admissible right. sometimes people say like yo this evidence for so the judge has decided this evidence cannot be brought up in a court and right. outside the court we're like well obviously that's a huge fucking thing why wouldn't that be admissible but somehow through the rule of law they figured a way to keep certain things out that's right. half the battle right. but yet you would still be here like um the, the you know like uh certain certain things like uh a phone call where you overhear Cravon martin getting killed in the street or something and then that won't be admissible into the court but we in the public have heard it right but but somehow we anyway but that's another thing especially mills mostly like men Mm-hmm. they want to believe in the law and the verdict in the courtroom and justice when it's not us right you know right. it's not when it's not a black man accused uh uh of the crime or whatever and or a black man being found guilty or whatever and the result jives with your you know the team that you're on then it's like oh yeah yeah it, it was everything was right you know we don't believe that about zimmerman we don't and if you think a miscarriage of justice can happen over race why wouldn't it be able to happen over gender why wouldn't it be able to happen over sexual orientation why wouldn't it be able to happen over what uh your immigration status why would like the, like it's stacked against people in many different ways but yet somehow we only want to see it when it's about black versus white and no other time you know at, at any rate it's not like i thought that that she would win her case i really never thought she would win her case but it's funny how people treat the verdict as this final thing but we don't do that for everything we definitely don't do that for everything nope shit look at the oj simpson documentary series or whatever the fuck we just watched you know how much shit they showed us on tv that wasn't in the courtroom right you know what i mean like a what a lot y'all? of shit then i was alive when it happened i was like well goddamn, i didn't know that happened right and neither did the jury because they weren't allowed to hear all that shit right. anyway uh the point being do your research so much of this shit is out here maybe you know like i i you know reading the transcript with nate parker you know reading some of the things her family wrote her sister wrote um i think her brother wrote uh, like um look man it it just don't sound good it just just don't sound good dog nobody should be out here feeling that fucking confident about this unless you got some type of agenda where you just like i don't care what happened you know but in general you know i don't know how you can be that confident about it you know no but i guess it's a lot of people with the hero worship and celebrity worship it's like if i enjoy a thing that you do then you must be a good person and they operate on that backwards like uh 
that so any evidence to the contrary i'm gonna ignore it because i like what you do and i'm just not built that way you know i like kanye west's music kanye west seems to be a bit of a dick you know what i mean i like uh i like i like a lot of shit where i'm just like yeah that person just is they might have some serious fucking problems i don't know uh but but a lot of this research and stuff that's not being done on these shows y'all listen to it's because they don't want to know right and they'd rather be wrong and ignorant and assume the best of a person than to know the truth to yeah. be honest and then even when they get more information then they never come back and, and there's never rebuttal like a lot of times as we get more information we'll come back and inform you of the new information and sometimes shit happen we don't talk about it for days because we want everything to be out there a lot of times with as much information as possible before we comment on it yeah you know and i've been i've been wrong before too like where i was like damn i wish i had waited on that right. you know you two days later you gotta go back and be like well this new information came out anyway it just made me appreciate y'all any, even more anyway cue the good work glad y'all had a good weekend in miami later p.s karen your face was beat to the gods <laughs> thank you karen knows what that means now i do i'm old i had to use the urban dictionary shot the gas part uh good day says our man wanga who says how how's it going right karen just writing in to say it was cool seeing the pics and seeing how much you guys enjoyed miami and meeting up with more of your fans after meeting you both at awesome con it's cool seeing other fans getting to meet you and seeing how great you guys are it's also great to see people uh see both enjoying some award uh for all the work you put into the show cheers wanga thanks wanga thank you wanga all right so that's everything for uh feedback i guess we'll talk about going to miami right yay all right um all right so uh basically we i guess the best way to start is uh i had to get on a plane for the first time ever mm-hmm. never done that um which was cool you know i, I it's funny because i just uh i think i thought i would be nervous about it but i never really look ahead that much so i just knew a couple months ago that i was gonna end up getting on a plane for the first time ever um and i mean i would i love the fact that my first plane trip was paid for by not me that's true you know uh if you're gonna do it i guess that's the best way to do it um but uh i kept doing like uh i was <laughs> tricking myself using logic uh well i would just <laughs> be like think about it rod you're gonna be safe in this plane um because you don't know anybody that's died in a plane and you know a lot of people uh, you you know you don't know uh obviously this is very safe i mean the the you know the only times you hear about shit flying and like fucking up really is either small crafts and user error or uh you'll hear about like uh malaysia or something this ain't malaysia air you just going to miami you know like that kind of shit yeah we ain't know what a triangle yeah i worried about all the little shit like because i just come prepared for shit not to go right that's my mentality i can't help it um yeah, and, I, and i'm the opposite to a lot of this thing you know i i prepared i went online looked at how to pack your bags like uh what <laughs> yeah. you can bring what you, you can't, can't bring, bring yeah. um it all seemed fairly simple to me but i still expected to get there for them to be like actually sir we changed that rule you know <laughs> that's is the way i operate it's one of the reasons i don't get down even when i'm down most of the time i'm like 
well shit didn't work out but why the fuck would it work that's how that's my mentality so <laughs> Uh, and that's probably why i get mad and but i look here now motherfucker <laughs> yeah i took um wait you get mad at who me no not you oh. not you uh so like i we we had a couple bags a couple months ago groupon had to sell so i bought a bag uh just for um this ugly green bag just for like packing stuff <laughs> in I put all my clothes in there um i i didn't have any liquids in there but i still didn't take it as carry-on because uh i just didn't want the hassle i was like i'd rather just show up at the airport my shit be there Mm uh which was funny too because um once i got on the plane and i see how people treat other people carry on i was like Mm -hmm. oh i'm glad i didn't bring that because y'all i would have cussed people out yeah they be just yamming they shit in there like fuck this shit i'm gonna get my bag in you like hey man what you doing right i have fine china in my shit um at any rate um i did get patted down at the airport in charlotte mm-hmm. um because my pants weren't tight enough um and then uh i had <laughs> it's funny i had on a shirt that was zelda and it was link uh basically <laughs> and link was getting the x-ray yes. in the show inside of his chest he had three hearts anybody that plays legends of zelda gets <laughs> the joke <laughs> but it was funny though because uh i went through the machine and got x-ray and then the dude was like ha i like that shirt anyway spread them i need to get up in there (laughs) he was like yeah i'm gonna need to get right up all up in there like he's i'm sorry about this man i'm like man just do it because i just like i said in my mind i was already going through like the tsa terrorist screening in a quiet room being tortured while karen was sitting outside waiting on me (laughs) that's how i was doing it because I, I just expect the worst i was like i was like like he was like testing my hands with some chemical shit i was like it's gonna come back and it's gonna i don't know react to the printer ink or something i don't know and then it's gonna be like sir we got a uh, positive for a bomb uh bring out the dogs we need to go through all your luggage i was like yeah because it won't go right obviously and uh but it was fine he, he patted me down and um i accidentally bumped it to the lady that was patting karen down <laughs> yeah because i feel like i feel like too because uh i lost some weight so uh the pants i had were kind of bulky like between my legs because i had lost some weight and the thing about it uh this is the first time because i have been to the influence i'm a little little girl so the technology has changed a lot so um when uh you go through the thing and after it is scanned, you basically go in this thing, put your feet down, you hold your arms up, and this little thing kind of goes around. You, can, I think it puffs air and just goes around you. And so um when she got when I got out, she was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to patch you down." And I looked up at the machine, and they had a thing that showed between my legs and my hair. And the black lady looked at me. She said, "Girl, ain't nothing wrong with your hair," because I had my hair like the little twisty things. And you know what I realized? I know a lot of black women, when they travel, uh, particularly through TSA, uh, there was complaints and the time they changed their policy about them uh, going through our hair. I came to the conclusion that I think that the machines are designed to pick up the oils and the things that we use in our hair, our product, and our hair actually flags that machine. I, with all my heart, I believe that because 
it was like the little squares were like all across my head i was looking at her she was looking at me like girl ain't nothing wrong with your hair i was like oh i was like oh, okay the machine actually picks up the shit in our hair that shit needs to be fixed because we don't have the fucking thing in our hair but women constantly get their hair combed through because they look at the machine with all them goddamn squares but oh something in your bitch ain't nothing in my fucking hair your machine's picking up the oil in my hair yeah maybe y'all maybe shea butter is the number one ingredient that isis uses for the bombs i don't apparently know apparently so cocoa cocoa butter just just yeah. sit off it's, it's that bomb making material yeah um well uh yeah so we go through through that shit get on the plane uh the first plane we was on it was just to atlanta it was only like 30 minutes or whatever oh, real short that's better than four hours mm-hmm. um and uh, i hated that ride because the seats have no fucking leg room i don't i yo i had no idea planes was that tight dog like uh and, and i talked to jl covet after my trip i actually direct messaged him was like hey man what the fuck like how what are you using jet blue or something because right. basically i decided which airline to use because they emailed us like what airline do y'all use and i said uh i don't uh, i'll ask and i asked twitter and of course twitter said delta uh which you know i should have known not to ask twitter but i asked twitter and they said delta i was like okay cool delta and so they said all right we got you um but basically if anyone has the armrest up like not not down but if they have it up it's just a short enough it, it, it you would really think it would make no fucking difference but it literally is like a half an inch that turns my ride from fucking comfortable to excruciatingly painful bumping into my knee i don't know who designed it or if they just said look six feet is the cutoff anybody six feet is tall like i don't know who decided this shit or what like if it's just based on like slave quarter packing for ships anyway that shit hurt my man my knee was hurting so bad after like so then we got on the second flight because uh you know we get off in atlanta where the airport is basically just uh, oh my god that airport is a big ass mall of wrapped around a train station wrapped around a subway station i was like what the fuck is this we got off the plane and we was following the signs i was like okay okay we're good and then there was like uh you you gotta uh, go downstairs i was like oh, okay then I seen this train roll by. I was like, we got to get, I was not ready for the train. I was like, we got to get on the train. What the fuck is this? Yeah, they terminal so big. You basically got a subway system little thing underneath. Uh, at any rate, so we, um, so, so yeah, we get off that and then we get on the next plane and there's two dudes sitting in front of us. Like before us, the row in front of us was a family. It was a little girl, adorable little girl. And that little girl was hot you know what the little girl was hilarious i i think her parents was trying to keep her calm i don't know if you heard what she was saying yeah, yeah i heard but the little girl was hilarious she was like mommy daddy we in the air they was like yeah baby we in the air mommy daddy we gonna fall in the water they was like no baby we ain't gonna fall in the water mommy daddy are we there yet and i and i just had to keep cracking up laughing even though they was telling her to shh baby we got other people on the flight with us but she was the most precious little thing yeah that's another reason i wasn't really scared is because that little girl was so excited that i was like i oh, can't she was so excited. in my mind i was like can't be no bitch can't be no bitch look kids so cute. like look kids not scared then i can't be scared of no plane come on man you a grown-ass man oh she was not scared at all right the little kid was just like looking forward to it looking out the window and, and shit i was like i'm gonna look out the window too because i'm a grown man <laughs> right. and i'm not no i'm not no little baby 
uh, but so uh but yeah so that family kept their armrest up because they're family you know right. but man them two dudes in front of us on the next flight man i was rude dude put his put the elbow rest up and i was like oh maybe it's like a couple or something because most of the time dudes obey the laws of uh what i like to call latent homophobia which is uh if, if we go to the movies uh we put a seat between us if you go to the stall to take a piss you use the stall at least one stall between us uh it, it's just it's just weird shit that dudes do okay it's ah! it's clearly latent homophobia but i'm comfortable with the idea because it just exists and it's not gonna change in my lifetime but i was rooting for that latent homophobia so bad because i was like please put the seat rest back down please put the seat rest back down please put the seat rest back down i was just saying it over and over in my mind because it was like dude i was like what'd you even take the seat rest back down like why'd you put it up like man he put that armrest back down i was so ah sweet relief then that flight was perfect because it was like an hour and some change but it wasn't uh it didn't hurt my legs so uh we get off the plane in miami and uh miami's airport was 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 real smooth mm-hmm. get our bags and i'm like all right so there's taxis outside i just downloaded the uber app this will be our first time using uber, it yeah i was like so we can just i guess uber um back to the hotel yeah, to this not back but to the hotel, hotel for the first time to each other trying to figure out what we need to do yeah i was like i'm gonna have to google the location or something i don't yeah, i didn't know exactly how to work mm-hmm. uber or whatever um and right about then this young white dude walks up Just to us all that names and he's like uh he's like uh rod and i said what he said mr and mrs Mar, and i'm like motherfucker these are our bags we got them off the plane ourselves you can't try to steal from me white man okay look at this label it's got my name on it <laughs> and they was like uh i'm here to uh help you guys uh to drive you to the hotel and i was like what what <laughs> like us and he was like yeah and i said uh and i kind of picked you up i was like pick us up yeah he's like i'm noah we're gonna drive you to the hotel <laughs> and i said um uh i said uh oh my god i gotta get a picture of you uh so i sent that picture out because i literally i could not fucking believe it like us having a driver you know what i mean us having uh transportation back to the hotel and shit right i was like what is oh my god this beautiful just mm, magnifique so uh noah uh he's like can i carry your bags for you and i'm so not used to help i'm like no i we got the bags right. like you're driving us you don't even have to do all that he's like no nah, man it's no problem i he's got like, it that's my job yeah he took the bags and loaded them in the back of this suv and our driver was vic mm-hmm. who's his brother that uh he was like i'm working uh down here too Noah's a, a student and he was working for the weekend mm-hmm. you know because it's you know and at that point i'm starting to realize like oh the remote conference must be a pretty big deal um i know puff daddy was uh p diddy i mean was over it um and like the the person that hosted but you know being on a panel i guess must be a pretty big thing you know it was very organized and the way they sounded like they they started like at four five in the morning and they basically all day long picking people dropping off people picking people dropping off people like they just went from the uh, hotel to the airport all day yeah they had um like it was it was oh and then also i guess uh 
in the chat if you have questions and stuff just put it in the question topic yeah in the question topic um and and we'll cover it it's um, the tab yeah just yeah. the topic click on the tab yeah oh yeah and leslie uh i just saw that she did leave a question uh or topic whatever but uh yeah karen and leslie uh have this uh run jesse run shirt mm-hmm. for uh because if you watch the flash uh it's basically relevant to that because jesse just got her speed yeah. and superpowers and some people thought i was talking about jesse jackson no not, yeah. not that jesse but you can get these shirts they're on teespring uh teespring.com run jesse run mm-hmm uh get you a shirt i'm sure karen's gonna get one leslie's getting one so multiple colors yeah so make sure y'all get one because uh you know support the the women running out there too okay guys um (laughs) uh so um yeah we get in the car and they're driving us and like you know vic and and noah extremely professional extremely funny it was fun talking with them and riding with them and finding out more about them they have been riding all day and i think our excitement made them excited well i actually know my excitement well they were um like you know y'all so humble and stuff you know like because i guess people must just i guess it's like anything if you you get used to it if you're like uh if you're a big deal and since certain people on this panel were kind of big deals maybe they were on some like where's my my car service yeah we had this that. water isn't cold enough you know shit right. like that smacking shit out of people's hands and shit yeah yeah but for for us it was just kind of like y'all really just gonna drive us back to the hotel huh right you sure yeah y'all this ain't is gonna my... drop us off halfway and no shit right like I, yeah, I kept expecting them to be like ah we just fucking with y'all this is far enough you're gonna have to walk the rest of the way right or, or to turn around and be like wait a minute Ryan and Karen Morrow. Oh no, sorry. You're the wrong people. Yeah, we were looking. Get for, out. We were looking for some actual famous, important people. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, they drive us to the hotel. Man, we had a good conversation. Talked to Vic. Vic was talking about Vic. Basically, was interviewing us almost. Right. Uh, he's asking about the podcast and how it got started and how you listen to it and uh how we monetize it what we're gonna be talking about and you know he's a real positive dude he's like man y'all get out there and y'all tell these kids y'all teach them something and i was like we gonna we gonna do that man um so um yeah so so that was just like a cool you know moment and so then we go check in the hotel and like as we're riding towards the hotel i mean it's just like i mean it's such a nice beautiful city but the area where we're riding on is like super nice and it's just like i'm looking at all these big ass hotels okay, like too. so when they gonna get to yeah. our shit yeah like yeah like, <laughs> like when, when 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 they gonna get to the uh the the uh the regular people hotel like what we probably yeah. own. like we must be a little too far out you know like right i was like we got about a 30 more minute ride yeah uh but then we pull up to the hotel and the thing is you know since we ain't never really been stayed anywhere fancy mm-hmm. or whatever people come open up the doors and shit i was like what is happening yeah like you pull up the car and like motherfuckers just come open your door for you i'm like oh we getting jacked and they're like no nah, uh-huh. no like sir sir hey, welcome to the eden rock and we're like oh okay cool you know it's like w- w- would you like some help with your bags and i'm like oh sure you know yeah, the, the- i actually said no and then the dude that does the bag shit was took my bags anyway like right. oh you must be mistaken you mean yes <laughs> right because right told that dude was like yeah. mm. that dude was like this is my job brother he was like it's no problem i was like are you sure man that, that one bag's kind of heavy he's like i got it both i, I got it and all he followed us all the way up to the room i was like um is he supposed to be following us right 
so um we checked in and stuff um he stood back there and everything out nice and polite mm-hmm. and so we checked in at the the uh desk and they get like you know they had just giving us like a, a number to give them and they were like okay cool yep y'all here y'all are here for however many nights uh and it was like yeah and you're in the so-and-so suite facing the the ocean with the so-and-so view and i'm like i i mean you telling me really right, like i, I just got this number dog i just got this number and it's whatever if you would have said you're in the basement suite that's facing true. uh the the bowels of hell i would have been like right. that uh, if that's yeah, what the number okay. say yeah that's, that's the room so uh we get to go up to the room and the bag dude comes with us and stuff and i really didn't have a lot of cash i think i only had like 13 dollars. it was a 10 and three ones um and i so i and i don't know bag tipping etiquette like mm-hmm. i know food tipping etiquette i don't know bag fit tipping etiquette mm-hmm. so i just like he like explained like some of the, the views and some of the places to eat and shit because that was the thing he was asking everybody like what should we do while we're here because we're gonna be here for a few days and our panel's not till saturday and so i you know uh when he was about to leave i dapped him up and gave him like the three ones or whatever <laughs> like i think it was i, I want to say it's like either three or four dollars guys i have no idea if that's a horrible tip or a great tip we only had three bags uh and i was carrying one of them but anyway i dapped him up and he was like all right y'all have a good one um my name is so-and-so if you need anything like all right cool bro and that's when like at the left i was like i'm gonna finally walk around this piece and see what this what this room is and it was such a nice room it was beautiful it was such a nice room man like it had this shower bath tub hot tub like this whole thing like where you could like uh shower it had the overhead shower Mm -hmm. then it had some type of wand and then you got this big ass tub uh and all in the same room yeah and then and then it had a sliding glass like window by the tub mm-hmm. so you could look out and look at the ocean and shit or you know grab a titty if somebody taking a shower uh-huh. or something in the tub and then uh, i mean not in the tub you can't even shower in the tub dog like that's separate so but it's all in the same room right and then like the toilet's separate that's in little another little small area um and then um the view outside was just absolutely gorgeous man like we could just literally see the ocean from right there and it was overseeing all the events Mm -hmm. i did a lot of people watching yeah a lot of i mean look uh, a lot of beautiful people in miami a lot of beautiful people uh going back and forth to the events downstairs because like people pay money to go to this conference yeah and they do a lot of networking and stuff Mm -hmm uh when we got there there were women like models and stuff posing by the pool and Ooh. photographers are taking pictures of them and shit a lot of paparazzi yeah yeah it's just, it was yeah it was like beyond this area we will be taking pictures you know um uh, so it was just like a lot of that kind of stuff um and so everybody was just uh so beautiful and the weather was so good and so i hadn't eaten the whole time because oh that was the other thing i i was feeling kind of sick too uh and i was just trying not to be as sick as i was in dc because i had zero fun being sick in dc like yeah you know so i was like i was i drank pepto-bismol like it was motherfucking um a 40 before we left (laughs) and then uh (laughs) and i had to use a a bathroom in atlanta in the airport oh 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 it was a nightmare (laughs) 
y'all know that i measure my success by how many times i use the bathroom in my own place of business my own house i had to use the bathroom in the airport oh i never i never be the same and let me tell y'all this one thing about the airport in uh atlanta for those of you that have never been before each terminal is long as hell and like every few feet is the bathroom and the bathroom turnover is really high like i don't know about the men's side but like the women's side it was like it was like constantly a rotation so wasn't yeah. nobody there long enough to just well nah they i mean and it, it i don't know but it looked like they clean as soon as people leave like that yeah like because yeah, the dude next to me in the next stall the dude in the stall next to me he left and like you could see the mop and every like dude was just like got it and like all right but i had to, yeah i used the bathroom in there it was just such a humiliating experience because <laughs> i would never use a public bathroom unless i absolutely had, had to, to right. unless it was a piss or something uh so yeah I, I had to use the bathroom and um you know i just it felt like my whole day was ruined um <laughs> so anyway i used the bathroom and uh you know because that's the other thing you use the bathroom you have to put like crime scene tape on the toilet it's just like a whole ordeal oh, it's like a whole fucking ordeal man i don't know if i want to touch i don't want no part of me to touch somebody else's where they use the bathroom okay so um bathroom covers they did have yeah i put that that thing on it like i my shit was like my shit like a hazmat situation (laughs) like i had that bitch clean um anyway so i use the bathroom and then um we and then it was just enough time because the airport's so big to hop on the plane so anyway so we get to miami or whatever and i'm like okay i haven't eaten all day i'm feeling a lot better now that you know we're off all the planes and shit um i'm like i want something to eat uh but we didn't know where anything was we hadn't we still hadn't used the uber app yet so i didn't know how simple or complex that would be uh we really didn't have a good list yet of where to go like we had some general ideas Mm -hmm. And it was like a Thursday. So I was like, let's just go downstairs to, because the, apparently they said the restaurant downstairs, Nobu, um, Nobu at Eden Rock was like super fancy. Yeah, rank one of the best in the area. So it was like six o'clock. We go down there and they're like, we don't open till seven. And I looked and all the people were in like super fancy attire and shit. I was like, oh, maybe this, maybe this ain't for us. Yeah, maybe I underdressed because I didn't bring no dress up clothes. Yeah, and then we walked around a little bit and was like, nah, we dressed just right. Yeah, because that's the beauty of having a black event like that. It wasn't suit and tie. It wasn't fancy. Some people did do the suit and tie type thing, but like for the most part, if you just wanted to wear like some shorts and a t-shirt, it, like that had no bearing on what how important that person was. Like, right? And there's a lot of short and t-shirt people out there that was movers and shakers, and you just you know what I mean, right. just as much as anywhere else. Right. And one thing that was uh, actually neat is because it was so many people there and because you know the staff and everybody did they didn't know who's who they didn't want to make nobody mad everybody got treated like they had money regardless of if you did or not because they was like we don't want to make the wrong negro mad and have right. somebody uh, up in our faces cussing us out or lose somebody losing their job so we go eat downstairs and basically this restaurant was called splash or something mm-hmm. and it's just like mostly bar food is what they had um uh, but you sit out at the pool and eat it um you know and the weather was just and no uh, mosquitoes huh i said it was no mosquitoes yeah it was no mosquitoes i don't know if that's because like the the mosquitoes 
huh i don't know if the area we were in or well no i was assuming i was the mosquitoes uh probably didn't register with the hotel in time to get booked to get <laughs> rooms and shit so there was no mosquitoes and with the zika and everything they probably taking extreme precautions to keep right. that shit off the guests right. but uh we were out there chilling or whatever and um you know the weather was great and uh they basically had like six dollar specials for um happy hour mm-hmm. so we just ordered everything <laughs> like burgers sandwiches <laughs> pizza we just ordered everything like two fucking kids <laughs> i was like hey it's six dollars and we got talked in a, a brownie a la mode oh that brownie was so good though and, and some drinks and then they come through and they just bill it to your room mm-hmm. so they like whatever card you put on for incidentals that's what we gonna charge so because i was like oh gotta and then karen was just like yeah they bill it to the room baby let's go i was like karen that, that <laughs> i didn't know how nothing works like that (laughs) nothing in life works that easy like we are going to have to sign something they're gonna have to bring something out like you can't just be like y'all got it like nah they're gonna so they bring it out because you can't take me nowhere they did pay for all our stuff but they didn't pay for our food and stuff like they just paid for like uh you know the hotel stuff which you know obviously like i looked up the hotel when we got back it's like 400 and something dollars a night Mm -hmm. so i was like yeah uh y'all did y'all went way above and beyond doing yeah, your you part. The mvp yeah shout out to uh l and ebony mm-hmm. um who booked the travel stuff and arranged the events mm-hmm. um on it. so um we yeah, yeah yeah so we eat and then we had a a dinner at nine that was like uh panelist uh appreciation dinner mm-hmm. and um so we get back to the room about seven I'm like, just set your alarm for like eight forty five or something I didn't and go we'll back to sleep. Okay. All right. We'll uh we'll we'll get up and we'll go to the panelist dinner. Um, uh, but you know, uh so we set the alarm for to take a nap or whatever. Um at least I you know, I tried to go to sleep and um I did go to sleep. I was tired as fuck from because yeah, the other thing was uh i got up early that morning and was like on it like i was like i'm you know i want to be as prepared as possible when i get to the airport mm-hmm. you know i don't want to be stressing out about shit um so as soon as i got up i just took care of all my business and was like boom we done you know um so we uh, uh and my mom had given us a ride to the airport and stuff so like i wanted to be on ready for her and on time like i didn't want right. to waste her time all that stuff yeah because we actually had to figure out how early that you need to be to the airport right you know and all that stuff so she um so so at the eating all this fucking food i took this nap y'all i woke up it was like seven in the morning i missed the fuck out of that panelist gym. like not just not it wasn't even seven, it might have been nine or so it like it wasn't just i missed it it was like i missed it and then like 12 hours to go <laughs> like i would have been late by negative 12 is how late i was um and not that i'm a big mingler people person networker anyway uh so i wasn't stressing it but oh i missed the fuck out of that yeah and mm-hmm. that's why i said i didn't go to sleep because we had just ate and i said to myself if i go to sleep i am not gonna want to wake up yeah well i didn't want to wake up because uh, we because you know and we older too so mm-mm. 
you know and the thing is like you know it's a party atmosphere so it's like music outside and stuff now this is also a key moment to note here um i forgot to get all our credentials when we first got there because i think i was supposed to meet and get our like armband so that we would be allowed in that every part of the thing because panelists get access to everything we mm-hmm. get to go watch other panelists um yeah i forgot to get all that shit um so because i just kept thinking like oh they'll probably come bring it to us or something yeah, and i kept saying people going in this shit like we it's something we need no karen said we could probably just go in there Right, because that's thought, what Karen said, guys. Yes, because I and I said we no, we probably need something because that's not, um you know, that that's not how it's gonna work. <laughs> you know, I like, don't know the rules. Yeah, I was like, we definitely gonna need something. Um, so, uh, but I was like, I'm not stressing it because we're in Miami and we want to see the city, we want to mm-hmm. experience you know so no offense to any of the panels and stuff that were there but it was almost a blessing in disguise that we weren't had we didn't have credentials because it it was another reason to go out and do stuff and i really was like unlike dc where i was sick i'm like i'm feeling good i want to go out and do shit you know um so and i wanted i don't i'm not a a over planner i know there's some people that plan like itineraries and shit on vacations i just had a general idea of shit i wanted to do yeah and the rest is just winging it yeah i had a general idea of like these are things i want to do so we woke up and i want to say we um took a uber to take a uh to go on a tour i basically went online and just searched miami tours and uh was like oh this one does a millionaire mansion tour and so the millionaire mansion tour basically you hop on a boat and they float you around the city and then you they stop and they're like look at this look at this uh mansion look at that mansion and i'm like i know this is kind of meat peepery but i want to do this anyway it was so much fun you know just to see so i booked it and it's like make sure you bring this paper thing or you won't get on the thing i'm like well i don't have access to a printer right because i'm in a hotel and i didn't think to bring a fucking portable printer on the plane so i had to go downstairs to the ups store and you like email them and they'll print something for you and they charge you for like yeah three four dollars for a couple pages so we did that um we take the uber it's like 10 in the morning we take the uber to the um to the what was it bayside where where this um you know where this boat is yeah listen this motherfucking uber driver the first uber driver like like it's like the the stars combined to make all this shit work because this 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 ride was free because i guess your first uber is free right look this motherfucker he was woke as shit y'all we had the wokest uber driver ever like i don't particularly like talking to people i don't know but anyway enjoyable but this motherfucker was so woke like he was on some like fuck donald trump yes, he was. it's all about hillary did y'all see obama and michelle did you see that speech it was so good it moved me honey right 
he was like he was giving us the whole rundown man he was like from brazil when he got a certain age he wanted to he going to come live in america his parents like you need to go to college first as soon as he graduated college he lived in miami then he lived in new york then he moved back to miami uh this is all shit he we were just learning from him mm-hmm. um you know uh he was man he knew about north carolina and them stupid ass transgender laws what he was on it that motherfucker was woke as all the fucks he was dog. like me and my friends talked about it. i don't know none of us like that right i'm like ah! you do you listen to the show or something what right. the fuck uh but he was cool as shit man um so he uh he gave us a ride and he, you know he was pointing out little stuff in the city too like oh yeah this is over here that's over there or whatever so we go take the and he's like oh and i'm gonna show you i'm gonna drop y'all off right where the uh you know where y'all can walk through and go straight to y'all cruise uh not cruise but y'all boat or whatever um so he drops us off and he was cool as shit man um and we uh go to take the boat tour and it was weird because like when you get on the boat they take a picture of you um and then um on the boat they just you know it was just a cool ass tour man like if you get a chance i didn't get to do the other tours i wanted to do one of those like top of the bus tours where you get to the third level of the bus Mm -hmm. but we didn't get to do that one uh but we did the boat one and uh, it was off the hook man like um the main thing i will just say is the amount of money it's like miami is a city where rich people go to spend money to be rich because like the mansions they had only one person was at home at the time it was it was p diddy for right. the revolt conference right these motherfuckers just buy mansions dog they just got them you know what i mean like it's not uh <laughs> like it's not like they live there all the time it's just like oh yeah my mansion in miami you know for parties and shit um but yeah so they had like uh an island called star island where all the stars stay that another one called jungle island which i think was like a self-sustained one of those two was like a self-sustained city basically everything but a walmart and the best buy was there they had their own police department their own fire department their own water like if they was like fuck the rest of the city they could literally cut themselves off yeah they had so much money they was just like this art basically our part of miami right like oprah lived there a bunch of people tom cruise and and the thing is they was like yeah you could buy a house but in addition to that you have to pay a two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year fee just for the right to stay here right so um so yeah so you're uh and keep in mind they don't actually stay there they just have those houses right down there two hundred fifty thousand dollars just the right to have a house down there um so uh we're you know we're um on this on the on the boat cruise and the ones that stuck out to me like uh shack had a house and mm-hmm. uh gloria estefan had two mansions one mansion was for her and her husband and the other one was a studio where she could just perform right stay. next door like a whole mansion for a fucking studio uh ricky martin had a uh a, a, a um, mansion and on the top it had like a a pool that a jacuzzi that had like a metal artwork structure <laughs> attached to it um the dude who made the ballpoint pen that motherfucker had a mansion like it was funny like black people and brown people money was like gloria it was gloria estefan ricky martin Shaq, and then it was the dude that made viagra 
uh and the dude who made viagra had the ball in this mansion the, all the mansions he was the most expensive on the island he had he had african palm trees now what's the difference between regular palm trees because it's full of this is palm trees from everywhere down there and african palm trees i don't know dog um i couldn't really tell but what i did know was it cost ten thousand dollars for one african palm tree you have to basically dig that shit up and fly and ship fly it, it over here to america and it's ten thousand dollars for that he had 32 of them those was the trees y'all 30 yeah just so basically about half a million on just trees and shit just trees uh his mansion was fly it was worth over a hundred million dollars we saw like al capone mansion uh al capone shit was so g'd up man right he had a guard tower in the front and a guard tower in the back, back. and tunnels underneath connecting all that shit so like, if you want to kill al capone you gonna have to either bring an army or be real good at killing people right because water was the only way to get there back then yeah so that shit was off the, that was like that 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 one was crazy uh and, the, and apparently he died in there because he had like a a lot of people thought he died in prison in alcatraz but apparently his syphilis uh was so bad he was having like mental episodes so they let him out of prison a couple years early even though he was only doing like seven years uh and let him back to his mansion where he died you know of syphilis related si- si- uh symptoms right because you know this is back in the day they ain't they ain't have shit where they could pop a pill and give you a shot yeah um so he um he then uh so so yeah so we basically take the boat crew so they're on the boat crew on the boat tour they're like fill out this thing you want to win a free cruise or a free vacation so we fill out this thing and then ta-da we got picked right so we go downstairs and she's like i don't tell and this woman tells you all about this the, the, the you can do this trip you can do that trip only thing is you gotta go to a 90 minute seminar it's forty dollars uh but you get the forty dollars back if you go to the seminar and um yeah you can't it can't be on the same day that you leave so what day are you leaving i was like we leaving sunday that's like okay you can, can you got time to do this now and i was like yeah whatever yeah, we thought it was yeah we were like, yeah. you know and then karen was with me so it's that thing where i have to be the bad guy anyway because oh, yeah. karen is very much a like yeah 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 and then later on she'll be like oh that woman was crazy i can't believe she thought it was gonna i'm like uh-huh. you were telling her yeah the whole time you, any reasonable person any reasonable person would pick up your social cues and say yes those are things that we are going to do but but then she leaves it to me to be the one that's like nah so and this woman was giving us like the hard sell like yeah you do this you do that so we get out the boat we uh they're like here's your picture that you took and we're like oh yeah it does look good that's cool and he was like yep it's uh 25 dollars or something like that i was like oh yeah that's right we probably it's not included in the price of this okay cool yeah, yeah. so i we bought it though because i i was like you know what we only gonna be here this one time right. so far I like, like i want to remember it remember it um so we we actually had a picture sitting up if you watch um balls D sports or, or the pregame um if you're premium you when justin is there you can actually see the picture behind him um but we got a picture of us getting ready to get on the boat and then she like caught so this woman that's selling us this cruise uh vacation thing she's like okay so you got this 90 minute pro- uh, presentation is at this high uh 
is at this hotel and she calls an uber for us and she's like here's the the guy comes it's taking him forever to come but we get there and uh he he drives us to the hotel and the whole time one i'm not feeling too good i was and it took us forever mm, i wasn't feeling too good and yeah he was it was taking the drive was taking such a long time um and he was one of those people that's pointing out everything and see the thing is when i'm not feeling good i don't want to hear anything you have to say <laughs> and especially when you drive it slow as fuck and it's taking oh, forever because so the way that most of these motherfuckers drive was like reckless danger it was ding, 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 ding. like we was playing that video game they were, you were gonna get there yeah miami just got suggestions of rules for the world like it's like is it yellow does that mean slow down and stop or does it mean fuck you bitch move over i'm blowing my horn at you and i'm gonna take this lane because it probably means the last one i just said um anyway so he was driving us and he was pointing out oh look at this train oh that's that's the the arena that the heat play in and uh this train only goes right around here and this train goes downtown and this is where the rich people live in this place and this so like he was giving us this tour and i mean i appreciated it because we were tourists but at the same time um i'm i just felt like uh the a knot in my stomach from the fact that they wanted us to essentially go to this 90 minute timeshare presentation and they were like oh it's definitely not a timeshare but i'm like when we get there it's gonna be some similar shit and also 90 minutes like you don't realize how long 90 minutes is until you start thinking about the fact that they want you to spend 40 dollars for 90 minutes or they hold your 40 dollars hostage basically you start thinking about it and you're like wait a minute it's a lot of shit that can be done in 90 minutes you know what i mean like you watch one of them dc animated cartoons and still have a, a good 20 minutes to spend doing other shit in 90 minutes you know like there, there, there's a bunch of shit doesn't i was like i don't want to listen to someone try to hard sell me on anything for 90 minutes um not even for a free vacation and i understand that people are like but right you could have got a free vacation out of it but here's yeah, the thing so. i'll never get them 90 minutes back again in my life Mm-mm and i was tired and then the other part that y'all don't realize i was gonna have to do that presentation with karen i'm not gonna do that shit because they would have been thinking karen would have been like yeah that does sound like a good idea maybe we should get a timeshare we and i'm and i'm gonna have to be the one to be like are you fucking crazy no this is this is all bad idea we were supposed to come in and be a team and say no to these motherfuckers and be like just give us our vacation and give us our 40 dollars back so i was going through all this in my head and i was just dreading it and i went you know what i'm going back to the regular hotel mm-hmm. fuck this shit i don't keep that 40 yeah y'all gotta have 40 dollars y'all for 90 minutes of my time take i spent more money at the movies for 90 minutes of my time right? keep this shit i'm going home so uh as soon as that dude dropped us off we got walked out of the uh we walked out of the uh car and before anybody could come over and be like i'm so-and-so from the timeshare company uh i immediately uber hit got the uber and said hey come pick us up and take us back to our hotel and the, the funny thing about it a i think the hotel hotel people there who normally come out and open up the cars they look confused they was like um why did they just drop out like that they look confused and then uh i don't know what it is about miami but all ubers are two minutes or less from your location no it's not just that it's my well miami's a tourist city 
we also were just at the hotel row like okay when we were situated it would be like if we were in downtown charlotte it's probably easier to get an uber in downtown charlotte okay than if somebody's neighborhood right true and we were only basically in in very high touristy areas like the hotel strips and some of the restaurants and shit anyway uh so we uber back to the hotel because fuck that shit Mm -hmm. and uh i laid down for a little bit had some more pepto-bismol because i think in my in my mind i had stressed myself out thinking about the presentation and caring and shit and how they <laughs> was gonna out. talk us into this uh no no it's not your fault you didn't do anything it was all in my head okay I, in my head they had already talked us into a timeshare and i was like this shit is too expensive why did i let karen talk me into this this is crazy we never go to this place anyway like i had done all this so i had stressed myself out so I laid down for a little bit because um, I just remember thinking in the car, I want to be the kind of person that I would look up to. And the kind of person I look up to in this situation would be like, man, fuck your timeshare. I'm an adult and you can't make me do anything I want to do. Right. <clears throat> so I'm going home, you know, and that's what happened because I want to be that kind of person. Uh, so we, uh, we, all right. So after the tour, whatever, we go to the back to the hotel um you know after this detour and i want to say we laid down for a little bit then it was like let's get something to eat right mm-hmm. and i think that was the day we went to firebird yardbird mm-hmm. yeah we went to yardbird uh because people had suggested it on twitter and stuff and everyone kept telling us to try it right um and it was good so good it was delicious they had uh i had some chicken with a biscuit fried chicken yeah fried chicken with a biscuit and some watermelon and they wasn't it like pickled watermelon or sour watermelon i don't know it was some kind of salt on it Mm -hmm. or something i won't say it was pickled watermelon it was good and they had some hot sauce but the hot sauce was hot and it was honey hot sauce yeah it was hot and at the end you taste the sweetness behind Mm -hmm. it which was really 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 good Mm-hmm. and we had uh i had chicken wings and we had macaroni and cheese and um uh, it, it was yardbird was so good y'all it was delicious oh, i wish i could go back mm-hmm. um I, I think i got on the internet you know how when you go on the internet you use your email address mm-hmm. and they sent me a, a i was like yardbird i was like oh yeah i must sign up i must think i'm an email address they need more of those uh it was but that shit was it was banging. delicious um so yeah yardbird was off the hook mm-hmm. and um also this was the night that we were knew we were going to be meeting fans uh now this wasn't like dc this is more impromptu um uh, i think Rhett uh had kind of set up a place uh Win- winwood or something like that mm-hmm. uh Rhett, uh who you guys know from brown skin and glasses and uh i think black and east chick podcast mm-hmm. used to have um so we were like cool man like i finally get to meet red everybody you know i, I love red um she's uh such a cool person Very um person. so um it was like cool get to finally meet in person and stuff it's her city she can tell us a little bit more and stuff um so we um go to yarbor we eat and then we headed home and night every time you're in the car with the uber people they're all turning to like tourist people is you should do this you should do that you should do this i'm like motherfucker i'm not gonna be here a year i'm gonna be here a couple of days but it was like go to <laughs> go to lincoln mall go to uh everybody kept telling us go to south beach on ocean drive but 
listen you miami people have got to learn to sell shit better because y'all bad salesmen it was a lot of go to ocean drive but, but don't buy a, nothing yeah it, go to ocean drive but it's crowded it's gonna be bumper to bumper traffic and it's gonna take forever to get out of there also you gotta get out and walk but if you get out and walk don't buy nothing because everything down there is overpriced and expensive i'm talking about thirty dollars for a drink don't even go in no restaurants because it's gonna be too much i'm like this is the worst sales pitch ever like what is down there they're like you could just look at the people and stuff i'm like i don't give a fuck about that <laughs> nothing you have not sold me shit sir hey, no. and multiple people had this same story it was like everybody was it's like so what's down there oh you can just watch the people man it's like they got music and stuff i'm like i mean and maybe it's my introverted way it's like it sounds like a fucking nightmare a place i can't leave quickly and everything costs too much <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so i did not do that Mm-mm. um you know so, like and we also could have went to like uh yacht party and stuff and i didn't do that either because it was gonna be 400 niggas on a yacht like i need parties with escape plans like i only go to events where if i'm not feeling it i can leave i don't do no other events where i'm trapped somewhere for a long time i'm an adult and i demand several choices or ways to leave a place a venue right and you can't leave no fucking yacht unless you're gonna swim back to civilization which i'm not so i'm just like yeah i'm not doing the yacht party nope. that's for the young folks and then when i seen the video they was packing their like sardines Ooh, so i was, I was like, like oh, it's I'm definitely good. a good time for the young beautiful people out here but my fat ass is gonna be sitting at home <laughs> eating macaroni and cheese or whatever <laughs> so um we uh we you know we do the we do the oh, yeah, um, speaking of macaroni and cheese we had some of that at yard work too and it was, i brought it up okay i'm mm-hmm. sorry you skipped right through it it was delicious my bad it's okay it's okay it do be good it was good mm-hmm um Winwood. so huh You're talking about Winwood. oh so oh yeah so after yard bird we get back to the hotel then we go out to winwood um and uh winwood is like in the art district of miami and basically they're trying to i don't know if they're gentrifying it or just trying to refurbish it but it used to be the industrial district and the factory district mm-hmm. or whatever but now they're converting it over to like art stuff and it's so beautiful man With the graffiti is gorgeous it's if you can uh if you are on my facebook or twitter or instagram you can see pictures of us standing outside the star wars mural mm-hmm. it's so fucking beautiful man yeah, like it is really really pretty and for those of you that uh follow us on social media would like to at uh tbgwt across all platforms i posted all the pictures and some of them actually videos and stuff i'm talking the star wars mural was was like it was as big as the building like it wasn't just a it was the and it wasn't like some little ass like oh look at this restaurant it was a big ass like ah it was just so big man and um so uh and then it was like other graffiti and murals was like one of my favorite ones was a dude it like a dude was pissing on the side of the building but it was a it was a mural and but the dude was like fucking six like 300 feet high you know like it's a um a big deal you know and what what was really funny is that when we first pulled up we didn't even know if we was at the right place yeah because like it was like the bar didn't have any signage really uh it you know it was a one police officer walking outside and i hate to ask a police officer anything 
but like we stopped at the uber and he rolled down the window and i was like and they was like get out and i was like hold up now i know when you roll <laughs> up let's be sure we where we need to be right this place look a little sketchy you know it's not uh what is it uh liquor store gun store gun store liquor store. where are you taking me right right so um you know i'm like hold up uh to, to the to the office i'm like hey man is this winwood uh pub or what he's like yep this is it i'm like oh okay cool so we go in and we sit down on a very uncomfortable stool by the way <laughs> we sit down and it's just me and karen we're chilling and you know i figure it's gonna be late uh because um i remember she used to say something about miami time and stuff while i listen to her podcast and i'm like <laughs> you know i like i don't expect her to be here at nine that's fine uh so it's just me and karen and i'm waiting for a waiter to come over because they gave us menus um and it's like they got all these beers on the menus but no food really and on the other side they got food but then it's like suggested to drink with this beer or whatever so i'm like i don't know how any of this works i'm gonna wait for a waiter to come over and explain it because you know i'm not that hungry but i could eat you know and if we're waiting on people you know might be food and drinks involved Mm -hmm. so we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting they never come over I'm like, is this place racist? What is the, we Uh, uh, we are the only black people in here right now. So maybe it's just, we got suggested a racist spot. I don't know. Um, why would Rhett tell us a racist spot? She black. I know they don't know. Um, so, uh, while we're doing that, um, uh, somebody walks in and I look over and, uh, they kind of like look back and smile at me and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe they know us. You know, I don't want to be presumptuous and just right. assume every brown person walking in the door knows no, us. Right. But, um, she was like, Rod and Karen. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they do know us. And she was like, it's me. Uh, it's, I'm Tasha. Uh, I listen to the show. I was like, oh, sit down. And we talked to her about like, uh, she's almost Esquire on, uh, Twitter, which I did recognize her Twitter handle mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, very, very beautiful woman. Hey, she, she gorgeous. Uh, you know, another low cut man, like, uh, uh, Coco Cutie. Like, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, I guess we, we, you know, look, if you listen to this show, okay, and you're, 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 are a brown skinned woman out there, we gonna get your edge up right. Okay? Our, the, our women listeners' edge ups be tighter than mine, dog. It be so, like, look. Yeah, hair, fly. Right. Hair so fly uh so she came um and we talked to her for a while and you know it was just also just cool you know i think with the show it almost feels like people kind of know us without knowing us mm-hmm. and so especially in very, situations like that very comfortable yeah right. it was a lot more comfortable you know um so we talked to her about living in miami and what she moved from she moved all these different places and she um you know she had driven out of ways just to come see us that night mm-hmm. um and it was just you know it was cool plus also she was the first person i wanted to make sure she felt really comfortable because right. you know it, what's worse than awkwardly sitting there being quiet looking at each other um <laughs> and about then a dude came over actually i think that's when he gave us menus uh and i and i was like yeah. okay cool thanks for the menus and i'm thinking oh they're gonna come back and get our order no they they did not come back um so <laughs> <laughs> and i think after a while rhett came yeah, yeah so then um rhett came no 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 jose came 
No, Rhett came before he did. You sure? Mm-hmm. Nah. You sure? You sure on this? Okay, I feel like Jose came first. Karen feels like Rhett came first. Um, but uh, maybe maybe it was Rhett. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rhett came. Mm-hmm and um uh, and like i said we didn't organize this one as much um uh, and by we i mean chris because chris did all the leg work <laughs> on the dc from one Santa chat, right. I, chris is a crazy planner because he's such a professional with all his shit yeah we, we need to get him to, to, to be the organizer yeah chris is super like professional plan yeah. like chris y'all knew month, y'all knew a month in advance where the location was in the time yeah like I, I mean like chris i feel like chris schedules his free time even to be available to do other shit but it's yes. still like playing like i'm much more of a like i'm going to the bar anybody want to meet up here come on out right yeah, and that's chris why i wasn't is, announced on the show <laughs> yeah but chris is not like that so um but anyway so uh he so 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 we get there Rhett shows up we talk to her a little bit she deals with the school basically you have to go to the bar to order your drinks eat you know you can start a tab or whatever but you order your drinks that way and then if you want food you got to go outside and there's a food truck that gives you food there mm-hmm. so it's like a whole to do you right. know so i was like so what the fuck do a waitress do here and do i pay them do i tip them because like they didn't do shit you literally did nothing i bought i went and ordered and got my own food i went and ordered and got my own drink yeah, you got bartenders but they stayed at the bar yeah so i was like okay well that was different um but we we talked a good good while with red and tasha and then jose comes in mm-hmm. and jose is the same person that made the artwork you can if you're listening to this podcast on crowdcast it's the artwork that says miami and it's got our faces photoshopped into each letter of the of miami mm-hmm. um he made that Yep. and i was like he comes in and i was like oh jose you made that right i was like oh yeah. dude that's so much thank you so much for doing yeah. that we really appreciate it and he was like hold on i'll be right back and he, he was so sweet because when he walked up he had a game and then some shirt mm-hmm. on and i was like now nah, if you know sterling and them i know you know us right and he came to find out he he knew us because of where's my 40 acres and they had sterling on there um and then he listened to them and listened to all these other black podcasts and they kind of would mention us so he's like let me check out y'all show boom so that's how he knows us um and he brought his his wife came with him mm-hmm. his friend andre came and andre's fiance mm-hmm. so like now our table getting a little full like now our table is looking like you know we, we went from like looking kind of like pathetic with just one or two people to like oh shit we got like six eight people over here um and so we uh you know we we get our uh we start getting drinks and stuff and drinking some of these beers they got here tasha got us the first round mm-hmm. uh so nice of her jose comes back and he has printed out this this art and framed it mm-hmm. and like even a frame was decorated and shit and so we like oh we gotta take a picture with you holding the frame and everything this is so beautiful you like i like it was like it, it was straight up uh oh my god this beautiful 100 percent, 100 percent. uh so you know i'm just like i don't want to cry in front of everybody so <laughs> let me just keep drinking this beer and we can talk about other stuff and you know it was just it was cool man getting to talk to to everybody see what their life was about mm-hmm. you know um 
and uh, he talked about uh you know painting and uh working on art and he told me that the way they get up on top of these um because i was like how the fuck do they paint them murals to the God, ceiling so high. of these motherfucking tall ass buildings he was like oh yeah it's called a cherry picker and you do this and that so after we finished drinking and shit like they wrapped it up early on us y'all yeah, like close at midnight was it midnight wow that time flew by that time flew by wow really yeah that closed at midnight all right well we hung out we that time must have flew by y'all because it felt like we talked 10 minutes and it was time to go so um we go outside and we're like we'll catch an uber back but jose like oh we'll drive you to me me and my wife will drive you to um your hotel like cool and then we got to take pictures of some of the murals and stuff and like i said you can see it on our social media um and we just talked about different stuff uh a car full of niggas had (laughs) suv pulled up on us and then they made a u-turn and all i could feel was the scene from ricky ricky getting shot and i was like (laughs) you know i was like yeah i ain't from miami but i do know niggas doing abrupt u-turns driving slow down the street is never good right because uh mm. me and uh jose we were near y'all but we was looking at some other murals because a, a, a little way from y'all that if it would have been daylight we could have took more pictures so yeah. he was just showing me other things so when we seen that doing cut that u-turn we was like hey i was like hey we was like we need to go back up there with the rest of the rest of y'all something don't look right so i go um you know i'm like okay i don't know what these niggas want and so then they they pull up on us they stop the car and one big ass nigga hops out they look just like he looked just like the bouncer from atlanta that wouldn't let um darius back in y'all he looked just like that and he was just like hey is this a spot and i was like i feel like the right answer here is no because i didn't know what the spot was i just knew that whatever it was i didn't want a fucking uh suv full of niggas to associate me with whatever the spot i didn't know he was gonna be like it's a spot y'all kill this nigga i don't know right. what he was wanting no no spot no um, spot here because it's, it's after midnight it's dark all y'all windows tinted as fuck we just knew it was a bunch of niggas in there uh and it's like one nigga that looked like dj Khaled was driving and then this big ass burly like green mile ass nigga jumped out the car so i'm like hey um nah this is not the spot he was like ain't this so-and-so avenue at this i was like man i don't i'm not from here um which i hesitate to normally say to people but i thought it would help in the conversation quicker if i just said i wasn't from there as a but i normally would not say that because i don't want to get jacked like i ain't ain't from here would it run your shit nigga (laughs) but uh i was like yeah i'm not from here man and he was like uh okay well this is what they say they were shooting i was like what the fuck <laughs> like, <laughs> like nigga i'm not trying i'm definitely not shooting like do not Ooh. nobody get out the van like this is a shot free zone we not doing no shooting, <laughs> no shooting around here. up in this piece and he was like yeah man that's what they shooting man didn't you say they shooting they shooting over here right i was like no no not at all and then uh that jose and karen had kind of came back from around the corner and he was like is he's like what y'all looking for and they was like this address this where they shooting the video i was like oh (laughs) shooting the video yeah okay they shoot i mean now i still don't know what the fuck that is but nigga finish your sentence yes don't just end it we're shooting random niggas rolling up on you in the middle of the night talking about is this where they shooting no man (laughs) never 
um so yeah they <laughs> they i guess they were going to a video to be in it or something mm-hmm. um and then they did one more u-turn and then they, then they left um and then jose and his wife they drove us back to the hotel which you know like i said cool mm-hmm. uh exchange numbers and stuff man people. like you know cool people and stuff mm-hmm. and you know we said goodbye to Rhett and tasha and mm-hmm. all that stuff that wonderful that was wonderful to meet it yeah, yeah. man really I, i'm telling you man that meeting our fans the ones that we do meet is just always such a confirmation that what we do is good work right. and that we what we represent is something positive because you just keep meeting these people that you're just like these are the kind of people that i want to be associated with as a as opposed to a lot of shows where i'm sure you look at their fan base and you're like "Ooh, mm-hmm. these losers you know what i mean like we meet these people and you're just like cool you know um so yeah so then go back to the hotel and that night we didn't even really eat again i just went to sleep mm-hmm. uh we woke up early in the morning yeah oh and um uh we talking about friday this was friday right we said friday. okay so because i was i had so much energy y'all i don't i don't know if i was nervous or anxious i know i was excited so i had so much energy so what was happening was that i really couldn't sleep and i think friday morning you must have had your alarm set like you was gonna go play ball nope Friday or Saturday morning? Saturday, okay. Saturday okay. morning. Okay, so but but for some reason Friday I couldn't sleep, so I woke up early, early on Friday, like three, four, five in the morning, somewhere around in there. And um, where we were at, uh, you could see across the pool yard in the Breakfast Club. Uh, did they Friday morning show from the hotel on Oceanfront? So I I literally I just sat there and watched them do their show, which was really cool. Watched them do their show live from the Oceanfront. And they light up the pool, and the pool is blue. It was so beautiful. And it was so cool to watch this sunrise over the ocean, y'all. If you ever get a chance to do that in your lifetime, please do. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and the other thing is since, you know, we older, a lot of the events were really more for, like, young people partying. It was a lot of pool parties. It was a lot of, like, Jeezy's going to be here for the pool party type thing. It's like, that's cool if you, like, 20 but at 38 it's like mm, that just make my back hurt i'm gonna <laughs> make, just make go. my knees make my knees yeah ache, i'm gonna know? go lay down yeah it's, it's a different thing and because of where we were at in our view we could literally see most of the like the vents that are pulled we could literally see them from where we were so that's why i said i did a lot of a lot of uh people watching yeah uh, they had the breakfast club there can woke mm-hmm. up early to watch them um because you can see them from the room mm-hmm. um stuff like that i didn't i didn't watch the breakfast club no because i couldn't sleep i just woke up and just could not go back to sleep yeah i yeah i i mean i was not interested in any of that that bed was comfortable it was the beautiful weather um so i took my ass to sleep and slept good um plus you know had been drinking and shit so uh, i slept that night real good um but we woke up in the morning and we went to um everybody was like since you there you got to try some authentic cuban food right. so we was like let's go get cuban breakfast so we went to versailles yeah jose suggested jose suggested that and a couple people on twitter suggested it uh he told me to try the guava de pepelito or a guava pepelito or something and um i didn't know that it was like a light flaky dessert 
because i wanted like something heavy but at the same time i don't know to eat breakfast so it was kind of like probably the perfect thing to eat mm-hmm. uh and then we had the uh, cafe con leche oh, change your life change your life uh it's basically milk and then you pour espresso in it at least at this restaurant now i understand that other cafe con leche is done differently mm-hmm. uh some people take it and they it's already pre-mixed it and stuff anyway we had cafe con leche and it was delicious it will change your life i have never uh drunk it before and i was like look y'all i'm not a coffee drink i was like i, I just skipped skipped the sugar and creams i was like let's just do some hot cocoa and call it a day uh but they kept saying it was like you got to try it it was like it's really really good and they do something to the milk to make the milk really really warm and you pour the coffee in which means you can make it as coffee-ish or espresso-ish as you would like it to be mm-hmm. and i made it to, like similar because i'm a hot cocoa girl so i made it like a hot cocoa it was more milk than coffee and it was it was delicious y'all and i had me a cuban breakfast sandwich yeah so uh we had that it was so good and then once we got out of there we called an uber and we went to lincoln mall mm-hmm. uh lincoln road mall which size no offense miami huge size everybody's like you gotta go to this mall you gotta go to this mall man we was on lincoln road mall nigga it's just a mall outside I was like, ain't no like i thought it was gonna be like charleston where it's like you gotta go downtown to market street but it's cool because the market is on that street and you walk down the street and you can buy and you can buy stuff. yeah you can buy like you know vendors are set up like oh you can get a hat oh you can get this I handmade this yeah you can get whatever you know even if it was trinkets and shit it's like shit you won't be able to buy from the mall right man this nigga this shit was a mall it was just like the gap store but outside it's neiman marcus but outside i'm like none of this sounds cool so we walked that shit for a while you know and it was good people watching i guess mm-hmm. but it was hotter it was getting hotter starting to rain a little bit um and you know but you know a lot of beautiful people a lot of old men with guts young women with butts oh yeah a lot of that happening you know um so just, that's the kind of city it is and um but yeah man it was hot as fuck and i just i wasn't feeling this mall situation at all and it was like that thing where we kept walking and i think both of us was thinking it but didn't nobody want to say it but we walked like another however long many blocks and it was just like you know what this is kind of whack and sarah cameron was like it is whack i was like oh okay cool so (laughs) we did get some sandals from the for the beach Mm -hmm. um from cvs and shit and then we left um oh and uh i forgot to say uh when uh i had went to go buy you buy you some uh Pepto-Bismol. man the because the place we was at they was like we don't have like a store store but the hotel next door does so i walked to the hotel next door and i was like yeah can i have some pepto-bismol she got me some uh pepto-bismol and i think roger going to some lotion something like that the pepto-bismol was like a dollar appeal mm-hmm. i did not realize that at the time and then it was four pills so it's like four dollars and some change and uh them tiny ass pills mm-hmm. and uh I, I would hate to ask her for a bigger bottles so now i was like i would like some lotion so she came you know with the with the travel pack and i was like okay cool i was like you got anything larger than this and she was like yeah we got all this and so she took me over here to like the fancy shit like bath and body works i thought in my mind 
this shit gonna be hot that's what i said to myself i was like okay let's let's see what we about to run through she was like yeah we got this and this was 42 dollars a bottle this is 28 i said no ma'am I the lady started laughing and it was a white woman I said no ma'am I said this is what my husband he don't give a damn about your fragrances <laughs> I said go ahead and give me the smile he's just trying to get, get get rid of the ash uh cause I definitely didn't want to be ashy I, I was feeling the need to just log on twitter and blame black feminists for shit I, I, I was like no but then I got moisturized and I was fine I was like no you know it might, it might not have been the $28 rosemary smell but damn it you're not ashy uh so yeah anyway we went to cvs and stuff and we get home and uh back to the hotel i guess and uh like i said this was saturday so our panel was at 5 30 i think something like that and they tell us to be in makeup and hair for 445 at 445 that's when i realized oh yeah we don't got no credentials how the fuck we gonna do that so i email um you know ebony and l and i'm like hey um i realized I, and that's when i went and looked back at the first email they sent and they had a pdf attached to it which i had read but i must have skimmed over it uh it told you like when you first check in get your credentials and i'm like fuck i didn't get credentials when we checked in which was thursday and now it's saturday um so i'm like uh hopefully everything will be fine right. but i like i'm one of those people because i always think something will go wrong things is going too smooth i was kind of like okay i'm prepared for whatever's gonna happen karen was tired she wanted to take a nap so she's taking a nap and i'm like taking a nap too but i'm kind of like emailing and texting everybody to make sure everything's straight uh long story short i end up in contact and get the credentials and they're like meet us in the lobby and i do we we meet them in the lobby and we they're like okay my sister's gonna come out he's gonna walk you back to stage or whatever but before that you didn't say we met with Bo. oh yeah um yeah so we met before we even went back up to the room that's right on our way back to wait when did we meet with Bo? before or after recital yeah after okay so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um you know obviously bo lives in miami now bomani jones if you guys don't know a uh, friend um and espn personality you guys see him on uh highly questionable or around the horn and anyway we um you know definitely didn't want to come to miami without getting up with bo but bo right. is a very busy person he and he has all kinds of shit going on he had to travel somewhere at the last minute so it was like damn we might not get to see bo mm-hmm. so we um so yeah we we get bo meets us in the lobby basically and we just kicked it for a little bit talking and stuff and it's it's funny because you know bo's at that level of fame where he's more famous to a bunch of hardneck dudes than ladies at this point so we sitting in this lobby and yeah and so you got people coming up to him every once in a while like hey brother i'm a manager dog you know if you just need some management representation you know hit me up here's my card you know what i'm saying and i'm like yeah Yeah. i that's you that chart card is getting thrown in the trash but yeah that's why when i seen atlanta stuff it made me laugh i was like yeah that's that's kind of how it is right paper boy i know are you paper boy no yeah you're paper boy uh but yeah so he uh so you know like we were talking and we just talked about a bunch of stuff man how 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 everybody's just doing different and how but everybody's doing things bigger and 
you know the head trip that is miami and, and all that stuff man and how i was working with espn and just just a bunch of stuff man he took a picture for everybody the old morning jones crew to remember and um and he was like i'm gonna try to get into y'all's event but my hookup person has not come through with, for me so i'm gonna head out of here watch the football and if i can't you know i'll try to come back you know and this is probably like i don't know two or three or something mm-hmm. and i'm like all right man cool but you know in my mind i'm like this is cool to see you don't right. stress it if mm-hmm. you can't get back don't worry about it right. um i was just happy to see him yeah no biggie you know so we uh go up to the room like i said i handle the uh getting us passes uh getting our credentials and shit we get all that they take us back to do hair and makeup um but we had to first you know after we we had to leave the room and go downstairs and wait in the lobby and then we're going to meet the assistant we get on the elevator to go downstairs i shit you not dmx was in the motherfucking elevator he was y'all here's the thing it was dmx and a young lady he was with and but it was so fucking random because i like i said it's not like i didn't looking for celebrities i, I think maybe two chains behind us but it was like people that, that were probably there but we you know not people i knew that well um but like i know me some dmx you know what i mean but it's a surreal feeling because it's like in my mind i'm thinking like is this dmx nah i just can't be is this dmx yo it's dmx so we get on the elevator and i'm and the thing is also because i'm not very much a starstruck person like oh my god it's dmx or whatever like i'm not a out i'm more of a like oh in my mind cool um i i'm meeting dmx you know in my mind that's how i'm going and on the outside it kind of gives that same perception but but a little bit on the inside i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know so we're sitting on the elevator or get on the elevator and of course karen's doing her patent it hey baby to all the people when we get in hey sweetie everybody and so dmx is there and he's like you know you have a beautiful energy and i was like dmx has told my wife she has a beautiful energy and i agree with him obviously you know but but it was still like a a, 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 it felt like at the end of fucking um top five when dmx is just randomly in top five he's like what the fuck is where did you come from yo this really is dmx and then he hit well he said it wasn't him but we went to the wrong floor on the elevator and then uh some girls got into and you know i don't know if they recognized him or not i felt like they did mm-hmm. but it was kind of like everybody was being cool you know mm-hmm. which is crazy because at a event like that you just kind of expect people to almost be like hey uh can i give you my card will you sign me you know what you got a label and all that shit you know or whatever but um i was just like sitting here in my head like yo it's dmx man and he kind of gave me a knowing look too like i yes it's me but yeah but it's cool that we're not making a big deal out of this because i you know because i think most people in celebrity culture now is like can i get a selfie can i do this can i do that and i was just like man he on the elevator probably going to because he wasn't even going to the lobby like just going somewhere Mm -hmm. to whatever you know um so i'm like cool man you know we we get off and i tell him you know have a good one or whatever and um we go meet that's when we go 
to meet the guy to get our passes and shit we mm-hmm. get that stuff we're walking back to the makeup room and we saw the oldest daughter from blackish now that tripped me out because she was actually standing there taking a picture of somebody else and i was looking at her i kept saying she looked for i was like i looked at right because we would have stopped but we was we was on our way to the green room right I, and y'all she is so gorgeous she's right. beautiful so we saw her and uh she was uh taking pictures with people and stuff and i um, i really was like it'll just be super creepy for an older black man to be like can i take a picture with you but i was like oh my god i want to take a picture with her because she was surrounded by women right but i just didn't you know um but it is so we we kept going and we went and did makeup and stuff karen got made up to the nines apparently so uh well, it was funny though because we went to the green room and we sat there and my first time i ain't never been in nobody's green room so the cookies they had all these cookies and and, and treats and all this stuff everywhere i grabbed the cookie and he and the dude was like uh well you can chill here he was like then you need to go do your makeup we was like okay he was like but it might take a while because i think we got there early the, the girl came around and she was like well the sooner you get it done the better i was like well i guess we're leaving now which was like what, what, what three three minutes between the time he left and the time she showed up yeah so karen basically it's real sexist how the industry works because they didn't ask if i wanted my face made up at all Mm-mm. this is the second time this happened uh-huh! you know yes, it but is. it's cool i guess maybe they just assume men don't want it because men are you know hype trying to be hyper masculine and shit uh and also i hadn't i don't think i'll was supposed to get it um because you know i already moisturized and everything anyway um but uh yeah so they did karen's makeup and i mean they she put in work like that she like i see why when women say i just need to put on my makeup y'all take 45 minutes and we be late to the to wherever we gotta go because it, it was just like so like boom every time you think it's a layer done she was like nope i'm an artiste and she was working that shit um and so of course you know they every just by the way every time i've mentioned uber um you know going out to eat anything like that assume that karen tells the people our life story it just makes the show it makes it'll it'll make it a lot simpler to y'all but it's, it's every every time i mention interacting with other people just imagine karen's also giving them the whole rundown because that's pretty much what it turned into <laughs> um so she was giving a rundown that's what I do. she like she was giving a rundown to this lady and stuff and uh you know and so we got she got the makeup on and so yeah, then i, I mm-hmm. had um and when she did my makeup i she i had on fake eyelashes i never had fake eyelashes up in my life so that was like a process all in itself and it was a really really um a neat uh process and i was y'all know me i was just so happy just so giddy to be there i think she really enjoyed putting my makeup because i was just i had so much positive energy and and stuff like that so and it was hilarious she looked at me she says how you want your makeup i looked at her i was like baby i don't know i was like i I, I was like look i'm trusting you i don't know nothing about no makeup and honey she made me look flawless it was gorgeous i don't know i couldn't tell you what she did or or how she put it on there all i know was by the time she got finished i look like somebody yeah and so um we get that done it's like okay go back to the green room we go to the green room now it's full right and it's all the people that are gonna be on the panel with us Mm -hmm. and bo's in there too and a couple other people that are just i guess within the crews of these Mm -hmm. people 
um the people that were in there that were on the panel it was um dj effing from the drink champs mm-hmm. uh bo was in there but he wasn't on the panel mm-hmm. uh combat jack reggie was in there um uh tax stone mm-hmm. was in there uh and the host why am i forgetting the host name i who the, the host okay so the host was a different person than the guy who originally booked it for so right. that guy was a fan of the show and stuff his name was jay and it was like cool he was like i'll be doing the interview but like shit happened with 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 the revolt and he ended up basically taking a getting another gig and he could he couldn't be there mm-hmm. um but at any rate he um he was he was like um you know the dude came in and i just don't want to mess your name his name up but right. i want to say it was like ray sean or something it was right or something anyway he comes in and he's a real cool dude he was you know and he's like y'all ready to do this y'all, y'all want to we about to have the litest panel it's we the last one we closing this thing out and so everybody was getting real hype you know i'm much more reserved you know like because you know the other people are from new york and you know they they had the big bluster like the new york personality yeah. like i'm about to rip this shit you know like that type of thing and you can feel the energy yeah, yeah and i'm much more of a like man just get me on stage and then we're gonna do our thing like i don't really care about any of this shit i'm not gonna tell you what i'm gonna do i i think when we get out there we'll be informative and funny and have a good time and people are gonna really love our panel but none of this matters until we get out there now keep now i'm just that way though that's yeah, my that's mentality function, right. Karen, when we got when we were landing the plane in miami karen was like baby we made it and i said karen the plane hasn't landed yet <laughs> we were, like like we you know we hit the tarmac like probably like two minutes after she said that but that's just my mind my mindset is one of when it's time then it's time but until then i there's nothing other than preparation there's nothing you can do so you know um and i think everyone's kind of trying to fill each other out and especially us because while they knew of each other they didn't really know anything about us right you know and we had kind of come to this place in a different manner right than the than the majority of the people that were going to be talking so um you know we sitting chilling waiting and it was enjoyable and i ate a twix go ahead Cam. <laughs> and i got to sit beside uh combat and he's very sweet me and him talked for a while and he was just bringing up a good thing he was like who would ever thought you know doing a podcast with about us here and I, it was one of those things where it was like wow just the yeah he's a real like all those dudes are very boisterous personalities right. but uh he i was i said he was like yoda almost because like even at the panel every time he said something like it'll end with people clapping because he just was really good at dropping knowledge and summing up shit in a succinct way that was also very positive mm-hmm. um which is a gift it's very hard to do that um yes. you know so <laughs> it's like he would finish talking and everybody was like yeah you know like every time so um <laughs> and then everybody was kind of talking about like you know what they do and the lanes they operate in and um taxstone was extremely funny dude like i he is like that was like it was weird because i don't know tax on like that mm-hmm. and i haven't listened to the show but which i don't think is an insult to anybody because i don't think that everybody's listening to our show there right like, this is a lot of people's first Crazy. i think they brought that panel together that way because it doesn't necessarily intersect and how right. we represent a whole lot of people that 
have their own area quote unquote of the internet they have their areas too right so it wasn't any like shade or anything mm-hmm. but you know I, I i think it was purposely like yeah maybe they listen to each other's maybe they don't right. the point being everyone got a different story for how they got here mm-hmm. and, and uh everybody was real cool yeah he was, was room, like because yeah. i think uh once because you know once again twitter informed me because i didn't have a lot of time for social media but twitter was like yeah you know tax them and that dude he's just a terrible person i don't like him about a lot and i'm like well i'm glad i didn't know any of this shit going in because it was like to me you just meet somebody and they are whoever they are when you meet them right very nice person uh i don't know what his tweets are up to people were saying that his tweets are problematic i don't follow him but i don't follow a lot of folks right um people were saying like oh did you you know on his show he does this and other i was like i don't listen to the show really so to me it was a clean slate so to he was a very funny dude uh he like he had he definitely had the most jokes uh um and he and the other thing that i really wish people would understand and it's a is a power in this that um i think everybody could stand to focus and take a lesson from if you know your lane and you know your role self-awareness is the biggest key because nobody can take that away from you and nobody can really stop you and you don't like like from everything that taxstone was saying he seemed to know like i'm that nigga when it comes to controversy when it comes to the interviews and asking the questions that people are scared to ask when it comes to confrontation he seemed to know that about himself so once you once you already got self-awareness the fuck can anybody really say to you because i think people were thinking like you know it was gonna be some type of showdown or he was gonna say something fucked up or whatever but he already was kind of in his lane of like man i you know i know that i'm the guy that people are afraid to have on their shows or to come on my show and you know once you know yourself dog you can't like nobody can take it away from you Mm -hmm. good and bad for the record you know but i thought that was super interesting because you can kind of learn something from everybody and that's kind of what i picked up on from him was this idea of like once you understand yourself and where where, how you operate and the areas you operate within who can who gonna tell you you can or can't do something you already know you know what i mean um and everyone's talking about his being seagull episode which i read an article about i didn't listen to yet but i I do want to go listen to it Mm because it sounds mad interesting um but he was just talking about that man and it was just it was cool man he's talking about people writing about from the times and stuff and then uh, reggie combat jack he was talking about um you know how uh he like his come up from being in the game since 1989 Mm -hmm and being around hip-hop in different shapes form and fashion and getting into podcasting uh dj fn was talking about uh you know hosting the drink champs and the mm-hmm. conversations they have that they're able to have because they're drunk which right. sometimes positive sometimes negative but it's real mm-hmm. and uh like he kept saying i'm cuban but he uh he had like he he was also um you know dropping dropping knowledge to people out there and um you know the whole panel was kind of like that um and uh what was so funny was nori who wasn't on the docket to be at the panel he bum rushed the panel Mm y'all 
he, he straight nowhere. up walked up like give me a mic he came in with a crew they started making noise <laughs> like and the crowd was having such a good time and he basically went on like this 10 minute like drunken so because they had already did drink drink champs yeah, before they came so he was like three sheets to the wind and was doing these like real dope rap now this is all surreal to me because nori is a dude that I still remember the NRE album. I still rock that on the reg. Yes, still remember Capone Noriega. It's it's wild to listen to this dude I, that I listen to as a rapper do a, talk about podcasting and be so earnest and forthright right. and so positive. He was. It was, you know, like it was like it's almost like too. It was almost like too real. You know what I mean? But um, he just like bum rushed the show. And take questions from the audience and stuff and then they let us kind of do the panel and question we took questions from the audience and we answered questions from the host um we got a couple specific questions honestly uh the main thing i was worried about or thinking about was there needs to be a time for karen to talk because she was the only woman on the panel uh and i did want to just turn into a bunch of dudes talking and then you know karen not getting to say anything or getting cut off or something but she got a, a couple real good answers in there and got to go on for a few uh minutes or whatnot because yeah, questions were directed like he, oh, the questions were open towards everybody and some of but we had a couple towards right us, us right you know and um you know and then the, and the people that were asking questions they were young and they were trying to figure out their paths and what they want to do so i wanted to say stuff that was educational to them like you know and i wanted to stress that it was different paths because everybody that got on that stage got on that stage a different way right and it was super important for them to realize that no one person on this panel can tell them the right or wrong way for them like we only know the way we took right like i can't tell you how to be part of the loudspeakers network i don't know you know what i mean i don't know how the deals are done i don't know what's signed i don't know what it, it, propri- what kind of proper uh propriety type thing is happening right. i don't know any of this shit so i can't tell you like do this that, and the other whereas jack and them can kind of be like well look you need to get x amount of downloads per show before you even start thinking about monetizing right. you need to do, do do this you need to do that you know where i can tell you like no you can monetize which is your listeners you don't even need advertisers you can actually monetize this but you're gonna need to learn these programs you're gonna need to learn you're gonna have to teach yourself about sound quality i was like there's different kind of podcasts that i like you got podcasts like these guys where they show up there's a studio Mm -hmm. there's a sound engineer there's a bunch of stuff that you know it's a machine right and that and you're a personality but your responsibility is to be that personality to come with the topics right. to come with the hot takes mm-hmm. or whatever we just work right you know um you know it's a, like you can be that howard stern type machine mm-hmm. or there's what we do well, we pretty much iron man back here like we back here trying to <laughs> you know hook trying up start from scratch this cord goes here this mic goes there this Hopefully program yeah this this program records this this you know it's a lot to what we do but we had to self teach that but we don't pay a person to do it we do um so you know we talked about that and all that stuff and i man, our panel was lit Mm -hmm. it was the last panel of the whole conference yeah i don't know what other people panels was like i know our shit was lit when we got done we talked to the kids that had questions to some of the people one dude was asking this i don't know his question was didn't make sense i don't know what that, the dude that was like uh what you how you feel about freelance uh this i was like i don't know what this means but um 
you know i was like if i can do something myself i prefer to do it myself to have the control and he's like oh, okay okay well what you think about freelance i'm like nigga didn't you just say that anyway um but there were a couple of people we talked to that had questions and stuff uh shout out to stitches who gave us her music yeah baby and i like it yeah she uh she you know and i was like we're not in the music industry mm-hmm. so it's not really much we can do mm-hmm. for music we just talk about music and mm-hmm. what we like and don't like but we're not movers and shakers we don't sign people to deals mm-hmm. we don't decide what's hot and what's not mm-hmm. um so uh at any rate we got to you know we got to talk to people afterwards we took pictures of everybody mm-hmm. um you know it's definitely like an honor to be treated so so nice man mm-hmm. And then after that, oh, and then Bo had to dip out early. Uh, but after that, uh, but he did watch most of the panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I went, we went upstairs, right? And then we came back down and went out to eat. And mm-hmm. we, uh, and then it was funny, right? Like we had been there since Thursday, but we was just like an older quote unquote couple walking around doing shit after with the panel it was a what's going on my tipples what's all oh, black people to tip what's up y'all oh this black guy tip like then it was like all oh, these <laughs> niggas is somebody <laughs> right when it probably who knows how many times they passed us yeah we had passed all them people before but they just you know we were low-key they were low-key like they were looking for celebrities and shit but after that they was like oh man y'all panel was so good man hey i'm gonna listen to y'all show all that stuff right and then uh we go outside and like yo it's starting to rain okay like Like, it's raining like noah's ark rain y'all it's raining so hard like it it was ridiculous how hard it was raining so um and everyone's leaving because there's no more outside like pool party events and shit all that stuff got canceled yeah so everybody's leaving we get an uber to um Uh, to uh we want to go to uh katana sushi yeah so we get a uber to to katana sushi and uh it was a dude that was you know it's pretty cool dude quiet you know i think about this time maybe we were tired or something or maybe can't realize i didn't want to hear our life story (laughs) again so she didn't tell the life story to the dude Mm -hmm. this time and he took us out there and uh we stopped the car it was no lights where we was at we, i was like are we at the right place i said yeah you sure this is he said yeah so we get out open the door walk up and down this block block ain't got no power y'all just this one block just one block in miami everybody else got power this this block no power and it's the one place we wanted to eat mm-hmm, and we really wanted sushi because we we're close to the beach right and uh one of the uh fans of the show was saying how that's him and his wife's favorite place and they would say it's excellent and they didn't have no power but they were serving the people that i guess had already got there before the grills got cold but y'all literally we it was like blackout you look literally across the street everything else was lit up so we um finally you know we like fuck it we take a i we basically i yelped uh looked up on google sushi places and we found a place called hoshi and sushi mm-hmm. which was uh like a couple miles down the road we get another uber nigga this old man this old man was scared as fuck y'all he was scared as fuck like it was raining real bad he was looking like i man i thought he was gonna pull out a map map like (laughs) yes the old school map he was scared as shit man like he was just scared of driving in that mind i'm like what are you even doing out here it's raining 
this place the city the here like they fall you struggling old man right like we was getting the horn blown at us the whole time people <laughs> like move out the way damn <laughs> i'm like it's not us it's him and so he took us to the hotel and we went and ate sushi inside at hoshi and sushi which was inside the hotel it was so good oh and the people and the people that we had what was that leech Le- 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 uh sake or something oh that sake was oh it was out the hook it was unfiltered i think that was the first time drinking unfiltered oh sake. i've had it a few times oh that place that place was delicious and uh when we walked in the people were just so happy to because i think they're they fairly new yeah. uh but they got really really good ratings and i could see why Cause like uh, when we got the the dude was like I was like I wanted some sake he showed us all the sake and he was like well this is you know the best sake we got da 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 I looked at Roger Roger was like okay cool we can get the sake so you know because I know I don't get a like a whole bottle and this ain't like your small or large just like a a a like a they give you the bottle they just give bottle. you the bottle right. they put it in a bucket of ice and they give you the entire bottle of sake and they come by and wipe it off and pour it for you like I'm assuming if like like what it's like hanging out with darren sharper class like every fucking it was like uh you took a sip of your sake here goes some more i'm like damn dog i can pull it myself it's right yeah, here it's I, like I nope at, y'all I drinking all this shit right i looked at roger like baby they we gonna finish this bottle like they gonna be sure we gonna finish this bottle we damn sure did man like, drink man one more drink one more sip like, you gonna drink all just like you will not waste your money here we took pictures of all the food and shit but it was so good it the was sushi deep. was off the hook oh, there and then after that we got a ride back to the hotel which is actually like right up the street five minutes but it was raining so bad guys in miami the water level so high and it's high tide season when it rains water comes out of the sewer and it comes onto the road and the ocean comes onto the road nigga the fuck ocean was on the road it was just like oh yeah that street got half of the sea on it it's just man and i was like yeah you know if it rained real bad you know it could stay out there for a while um so it rained real bad and um we we got a uber driver miriam and she ain't had no business, she ain't had no business out there y'all mm-hmm. she, she ain't had, had no business i don't she, oh lord why should why, why am i out here today <laughs> why did, why did, i thought she was gonna bring out her rosemary i was like lord jesus please get us back to the hotel the woman passed us rolled around came back i was like we might have to cancel this trip yeah she had an island uh island accent too and she was like and then we got to the hotel like i said it was super crowded because everybody was catching ubers to get leave and stuff mm-hmm. she was like what's your hotel i was like it's right there across the street she's like all the way up there i was like nigga uh-huh. what the fuck you mean it's not all the way it's just just driving in <laughs> drop us off we were her last trip hope she took her ass home she had no business then she was gonna let us out at the entrance and i was like okay cool and then she was like can you get out here i was like in this fucking pile of water no like it's a pool of water right here if i get out i'll, I'll drown you gotta drive up into the driveway like, please go up a little bit ma'am yeah she was like oh no okay hold on oh my god oh my god and she had a big i was like you got this big ass SUV driving right like everybody else got little ass cars you got this suv you know, should be everybody, fine everybody riding around with these tiny ass ferraris and shit you probably could bump them out the way go on up the hill so she let us out anyway and then we went upstairs went to bed or whatever then the next morning we got up and we had we finally went to nobu and had their breakfast yeah they was like nigga one of the best um restaurants uh, in, in miami and yeah. i see why listen 
first of all this shit was this shit was super expensive yeah, okay it was I like ain't gonna lie. karen sandwich was like twenty dollars but when i like we you, just looking at like it's a hotel breakfast so you thinking like continental breakfast or something okay mm, nah, nah nigga it's like they make the sandwich on like bread made by keebler elves and the jelly they brought out i said can i have some grape jelly they literally brought out like a jar of grape jelly but it was like a little tiny jar like a little like they stole it from a from some tree elves or or something like it's just like tiny like it's a family somewhere of tiny tiny people that misses a a, a jar of jelly so they get they give you the jelly um the like i said sandwich was out the hook my omelet was out the hook yeah and we ordered quote-unquote a la carte but you can actually get like the buffet and with the buffet i think you get like unlimited waffles and like unlimited but the buffet omelet. it's not like like people have buffets at like holiday uh uh not holiday um what is it Ham- the hilton yeah. at the hilton which is a pretty nice uh spot i mm-hmm. love i love the hilton like that breakfast i'm like oh cool breakfast complimentary breakfast but it's like you know pretty elaborate breakfast nigga no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like they just have like slices of prosciutto or whatever the fuck yeah, <laughs> like you can't it's just, it's it's just, just like fancy you like oh that's why i'm paying for this because i can't pronounce nothing out here right it's just a pineapple sitting on a slice of ham you're like i don't Would understand that be the best pineapple and ham you ever put your mouth to so yeah breakfast is good and this is another thing they do in miami that uh i noticed too they will come get your food while you still eating it dog like straight up i don't know if that's a miami thing if it's just a customary thing like they really took half a can sandwich i was like i would have ate that they're like yep y'all done you're done yep call the towel calling the towel um so they they do that a lot which I, which was weird um which i don't know if that's regional or not but they will you be in the middle of eating your shit and they like come on you're done You've, you've been you've been staring at it too long maybe you know what maybe that's just how rich people are mm-hmm. that that they just like i don't need to finish this i'm so rich you know what i mean because that's why you get your hand cut off grabbing somebody chicken wings and they got six chicken wings left in in charlotte but right and no the, box, they just take the shit they don't ask you to pack yeah. it up they don't even be like you want a box they no. be like you're rich right all right all we're right. gonna go throw this at some homeless people yeah, if you want some more just order some more yeah we're gonna go yeah, and, and then we came in they gave us some kind of uh green juice yeah it just gave you a shot of just like morning and he juice. was so perky he was like this right here will get your energy up and we have fresh squeezed orange juice right and now they don't even charge you for the juice they just give it to you like yes it's uh avocado and so and so and this juice and you're like oh okay he's like yes it's a good energy drink and you're like oh you're giving me this to drink okay all right um I mean, anyway so then we karen the whole time karen's been like watching the water and stuff she's like we need to go i want to go to the beach i want to go to the beach we cl- so close to the beach let's go to the beach and i'm like i'm i'm gonna take it or leave it person with the beach i don't re- like the beach doesn't do anything for me but i think it's because in my mind i'm just like it's, it's nothing to do like we just walk down there and you just be i'm at the beach like there's nothing to it like i like i was enjoying it more from my balcony where i didn't have to i could look at the beach but there was no sand or anything on me and our clothes are clean but karen wanted to see the beach and uh i wanted to try to do as much stuff that as we could and as much stuff that karen wanted to do so we can you know have a happy good vacation or whatever kind of kind of it's still while we are working it's still our kind of our vacation yes so um 
i'm like since we're already down here eating breakfast let's go to the beach now because i knew that if i went back to the room i wasn't gonna want to go so and it's it's raining it's drizzling you know so we walk out and they have a fence at the back and the fence is like i think you might start another session oh okay cool let me i'm gonna start one more session for y'all oh, okay cool give me one second guys sorry about that um i will start a new session um yeah, i just happened to look down i was like oh yep because you know it mess around and cut it off with a monster ever since i was 13 my biggest problem has been just to find the right road to get to that rainbow that everybody talks about and like most people get close enough to count the stripes but they don't have enough guts to reach out and take that pot of gold and what are you going to do i'm gonna walk off with the whole pot you gonna share that with anyone? There's a possibility I might share it with a little lady I just met who calls us up It's not gonna be easy though, baby. It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be hard work. I really have a lot of good feelings. I know when I first saw you, I just wanted to touch you. And there's an incredible excitement about you. Something very powerful. Yeah, I had those good feelings about you when I first saw you. So where do we go from here? You go all the way to the top if you're not afraid. Everything's gonna be all right. I'm gonna be everything to you. I'm gonna be your father. I'm gonna be your friend. I'm gonna be your lover. But you gotta believe in me. You gotta believe that everything I tell you to do is for the best. For the both of us. Alright. Now, back to what I said. So we go down to the beach. And you get to the gate at the back and you need a code to get back in mm-hmm. there's an employee there with their been employees stationed there the entire trip we've been down there i cleared up for 24 hours somebody was there right so i was like hey um hey man so how do you get out he was like oh yeah it's a little code on the back of your car uh you should be good and i and um okay and i'm like okay cool we'll use the you know we'll go out to the beach we got our room key cards we can just look on the back of that use that code to get back in the gate no biggie appreciate you um and so we go out there and like i said it's drizzling um and it's like the beach like i said we're right at the beach so like as soon as we walk out the gate we're pretty much on the beach and you got to walk probably about 25 50 yards to get to the water and all that shit so we go out there and we just start sitting down and um like literally every step we took on the beach the rain got a little harder every step i was like and then when we finally sat down it was raining so goddamn hard y'all it was and i was trying my best to just like weather the storm because i was like karen wants to be down here and this is a big deal to her you know to to be down here with this water for some reason 
but it was raining so motherfucking hard y'all and like two german dudes came by oh, we thought they were gonna get lost at sea they were swimming and the water was hitting the fuck out of them right, i was like we'll never see them again yeah and they was enjoying it but i was like man i'm just down here my clothes got soaked through yeah. i'm like i just hope my phone don't die or <laughs> nothing because so much water was on us mm-hmm. um and by this time it's like you can almost see through our clothes because it's just that fucking wet yep and i'm like i'm calling it you know yeah, like can have, i have to up. go back oh, this is crazy we're gonna both catch the zika for the <laughs> mosquitoes on this beach and shit and, well, and the thing i think the thing that made me mad was like all the days before it was beautiful the day i was like well let's go out there it was like you know what i'm a rain right and to me i'm like whatever we got out here for 10 15 minutes or whatever close enough we need to get packing and go back anyway so i i go back to the we go back to the gate and i look on the back of my card ain't no code Mm-mm. ain't no code bitch Mm-mm. no your ass standing outside nigga <laughs> so i'm like uh putting it i'm putting in random numbers <laughs> from the card just like what about this what about nope. that none of that shit worked um and along we stand at a hard it rains yeah we walk up we walk down and the thing is on the boardwalk they had this long ass like place where people would jog and people were jogging back and forth and i'm like oh we'll, we'll just follow them and then we'll stop and get off and walk to the front of our hotel mm-hmm. yeah uh that thing goes all up and down the whole boardwalk so basically there is no place mm-hmm. for you to, to turn around right because it's more designed for people at the hotel and tourists who come out to the beach they're like nope you're going to be on the outside you will not cross between these hotels unless you pay for them so and that's a long ass road so finally we um go back to the gate and i call the front desk like hey we stuck outside with guests we need somebody to come let us in the defense uh they like cool uh no problem um and i hang up and then i think about it and i'm like oh shit i probably shouldn't have hung up because she probably was about to be like what room are you in what's your name or whatever um i just thought well she probably gonna send someone soon she said yes or whatever stupid of me anyway <laughs> an employee shows up who works at the hotel well, he's, he's stuck new, outside and he new, don't know the code he's new, new new hire so he ain't got the code yet and the thing is if you've ever tried to dial a touch phone in the rain it's fucking impossible guys mm-hmm so he calls and and he can't get in and shit and then finally the german dudes who've been swimming all this time come back up and they're like one three four seven yes or whatever i'm like i don't know and he's like ah yes one three four seven he walks in and i'm like dog you my hero right now for getting us in this motherfucking hotel and he was like oh have a good day and stuff and then we go up to the hotel to our room soaking fucking wet Mm -hmm uh but i was still happy i ain't gonna lie take our showers and uh pack our clothes up and um head on the flight home man and yeah because when we got ready to leave we was trying to figure out should we get an uber should they take us back right we oh. go down to the and they sent an email said your your, your ride is waiting mm-hmm. and it was noah and vic the same crew and so they drove us back to the to the airport man and you know just such positive people man it was all love uh exchange numbers with vic man he actually texted me this week and was like man y'all have a good uh week bro or blessed week or whatever i was like thanks dog he had talked about losing his job as well and i told him about how this show is really possible because when i lost my job both times basically karen was well specifically the second time karen was like you need to monetize this and stuff and it was 
all her faith and belief and and just uh motivation that that made this shit possible so um you know he was just like that's such a cool story and all this stuff and um so yeah man we kind of bonded with vic yeah we got and noah and noah yeah, too by we the got way. noah's information and you know he's in college and stuff like that so. and he told us that he saw the tweet when i said oh they got this white man picking us up you know like so <laughs> i was like they got the white boy picking us up y'all and then he was like yeah we saw the tweet man it was funny and all this stuff it was just cool man they were some cool ass dudes and um they gave us so like i said we got the ride back got on the plane got home had charlotte's airport guys it's terrible compared to miami and atlanta it's not i mean i see why we got the transgender laws here because we are a very backward state if that is our airport in charlotte that's a damn shame and we a hub right it was so terrible i never realized how bad the airport was here until like your mama went to go pick us up and bitches like five o'clock traffic at the airport for no goddamn reason they and and then they keep being in parking decks who the fuck is parking in these goddamn parking decks you're building why don't you extend these roads and make it easier to go around and also the thing that made me mad too was that in um the other airports uh smoking areas were inside the airport and it was designated in these areas and the filtration was so good the smokers didn't even smell like smoke when they left our smoking area is outside the airport so you go you outside the airport with your luggage waiting on somebody to get you from this three mile long lap that people got to take over and over and over again they don't even have enough for you just to park and wait on nobody at the other airports they had like designated lanes for people just to park and wait for like uber drivers and things like that uh but here nope it's all you got to keep moving yeah and so at any rate we we get back home and everything was was straight on the flight back we had a little bit of a delay coming into charlotte um and then like i said got to see my mom hang out with layla layla was there when she picked us up we had got uh thank thank goodness man i remember in the airport i was i want to get layla something so we got her a dolphin Mm -hmm. that uh we decided to name seymour s-e-a more uh, <laughs> I thought it was clever too. Uh, she wanted to name him the special, uh, something the special dolphin, but, um, he doesn't really make a dolphin sound. It doesn't sound right. So <laughs> we think, we think something might be wrong with him. With, with his, with his box. Yeah, he might have something wrong with him, but you know what? We're gonna love him anyway. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, you know, he's just special and different. Uh, so yeah, we hung out with Seymour and then she played with some of our loot crate toys and stuff and, um you know talk to her about school and everything um so that was good to see her um always good to see her yeah and uh yeah then we went to a taste of havana in charlotte because it's the only cuban restaurant in, in, in town right the only one cr- in town yeah we just wanted to see what it was like uh if it was anything like versailles which it was not mm-hmm. but it was it still was good. good though yeah it was still the good. mojitos yeah that man make a make some mean mojito they were very mean mm-hmm. um and let's see was there anything else i missed on the trip anything i'm missing no uh, i think i think we got the most of it if not oh, yeah, all we, of we it we got the most of it i think okay. yeah and uh later on that night after uh nori had met us we met him again he remembered us yeah he did he's like rod and karen what's up man i was like oh shit it's no he has such a positive energy yeah man so many people were staying positive man so it, it was it was real cool and it was so black y'all i mm-hmm. just it's like a big ass chocolate city 
yeah well i, I that could have also been because of revolt because right, right. i mean it's also just like everything like when we went on the tour for the mansions like they they have like they would say something in english say something in spanish and then they had another dude to say something in chinese like mm-hmm. it was it's a very multicultural city very beautiful city very vibrant city um you know and we're not really huge in the nightlife so i'm sure it could have been a whole nother level for other people right if you go and you're younger and stuff um shout out to ebony and l um because they were just like extremely organized i've been fucking their names up all week on the emails (laughs) asking the wrong (laughs) one for shit but they were they were super nice people to me and and, so um, professional it was wonderful to meet them because you kind of been emailing back and forth back and forth and you find we finally got to meet them in the green not in the green room when we did makeup makeup yeah um and uh like i said vic and noah uh shout out to them of course Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's good to see bo all that stuff man it's just a very fruitful productive trip um and when we got back we were just like let's just take the rest of the week off because yeah i mean more important than just being tired sometimes you just need to step back uh, i'm glad to be back in the swing of things and we're gonna have some good episodes coming up and stuff but you know it's just um it was just fun you know and don't really get to do stuff like that much and uh you know it's definitely uh made me just think about other stuff to do and whatnot so uh but yeah just thank y'all so much for for listening and supporting yeah. this because of y'all the listen that really helped us get places man and mm-hmm. it's you know jason was a fan of the show or is a fan of the show and it's it's really stuff like that that i think people don't even think about that they can do to help some of these shows out that i'll like if you're in a position where you can write about a show if you're in a position where you can you know whatever your angle is you know um (coughs) excuse me we do interviews all all the time you know (coughs) sorry where people can kind of like put us on to something or put them Mm -hmm. you know whatever um you know this is a guy that's a fan but he also understands our story and the value we can add to this panel man and it felt good to belong it felt good to um be recognized you know because the people we're on the panel with are people that you know i have a lot of respect for Mm -hmm. and you know they're also people that are movers and shakers in the podcasting game you know um so it's an honor you know it's just an honor to be there and to be treated you know with so much um deference and professionalism i mean like we actually appreciate it you know i'm not sure what you know i'm sure there's people that like finally my car is here hurry boy clap clap but we were just like this is all surreal to us right um so thank you i don't know if i would ever get used to something like that and also um yes and and it's just a big thank you to everybody thank you thank you thank you thank you for telling family friends thank you for sharing on social media thank you for donating thank you to the premium members like thank you for downloading and it's one of those things where i know a lot of y'all couldn't be there but you guys technically we're with us like you guys are the strength that keeps us you know going and things like that and so um i'm glad that i was able to share things on social media so you guys could enjoy the trip as much as we enjoyed the trip and uh it was just wonderful to see you guys uh say good job and things like that and you just kept us smiling and going and it's just a big thank you to you guys because without you there would be no way any of this could be possible yeah people seeing the social media and tweeting and sharing it and all that stuff um was also dope you know it's like 
we all got to kind of be there right um, i was happy to see y'all happy right uh and and also most importantly i got thanks thank you karen because uh definitely would not have been able to do this uh without you like this is not really my personality type to even do this kind of stuff um and uh you know is the fact that you're able to have like um you know a sense of humor about all this stuff and my curmudgeonness and stuff when we go out (laughs) and do some of this shit you know um you know it was still like i i need it you know the same way that it's like we balance each other out yeah we do you know and you, you're just such a good partner like we i could not have made this trip without you i couldn't have it wouldn't have been nearly as fun um you know if i would have went by myself i probably would mostly sat in my room watching shit i could have watched in charlotte or whatever (laughs) but um you know you make it easy for when things don't go right you know you're always there that kind of like uh to to just kind of like even everything out you know you're you're a good partner like emotionally and uh like you know professionally obviously you know you do so much work with the show where you know whether it's the social media aspects and stuff and uh um you know the things we do with the advertisers and stuff Mm -hmm. you do you know you do a lot of stuff with that that you know like this a lot of this is because of you you know the way that the way that people view us is because of you you know um that's why uh you know and and just your zeal for like taking a bite out of life and just like uh completely um living in the moment and appreciating it at the same time like i definitely couldn't have done done that without you um and you know it it, like it felt you know good to be able to enjoy that with you um especially on this trip because i don't often get to kind of sit back and just enjoy shit i'm always planning the next thing i'm always worried about what the what else could go wrong and yeah. how to get this stuff right and what who else wants something and what else i got to do to fix this <laughs> yeah. and you know there's always some new thing to work on but i'm not always able to like decompress or whatever and this is a good trip to do that um and you know that's one of the reasons uh that i really wanted to go out and do so much stuff is because i want to make sure that you know you got the trip that you deserve so that we oh. would be you know at these places and like i knew that uh, outdoor mall sounded like it would suck but i also <laughs> knew that if we didn't if we didn't go that's just another experience that we would look back and be like well we should have did that because but at least we could say it was not good but right we, we enjoyed the not goodness together oh you know maybe we'll go back one uh one day or whatever yeah. um i mean I, I still ain't too keen on that south beach shit that this nothing about that sounded appealing but mm-hmm. uh you know it's just the i you know whether just the taking the trip with you and you know being on the i'm glad that my first plane ride is gonna is with you you know i'm glad that uh you know w- just working and being so positive and being like a lot of this is our dreams coming to fruition yeah so this is like a milestone but it's an achievement for both of us um and you know like i said i wanted to specifically um let you know that you know that that i appreciate you because of you know because of all that stuff but you know it it over the course of this time that we've been doing this show what five six years Mm -hmm. uh 
you know it's been a pleasure to watch you like blossom to grow into the person that you are like yeah. uh you know from starting to you thinking like we <laughs> i would need a different host <laughs> right because i to, used to be like you know what you know if if i'm the third string quarterback i'm I'm cool with that but to essentially you know i feel like you are like the star of this show you know we oh, go Lord. places and stuff ah! people want to see you i'm look i facilitate these articles i read stuff but you know you're the person that you just show up and you be who you are and that resonates with a whole lot of people out there That's and true uh like i said is you know um and i don't mind being that facilitator uh so i'm i'm just happy that we were able to to do this together because such a um you know it's such a moment a great moment but i could not and would not want to do this with anyone else oh thank you uh it it was an enjoyable uh trip and it was one of the things where the fans i can't explain it but I am, and no, it might sound weird. I've always been a ball of energy. Like, that's just me, just a ball of energy. I am an adult, but I also sometimes have the excitement of a child. And sometimes adults forget to live in the moment sometimes and just go back to just that excitement. Just go back to the moment where you could just enjoy things for what they are. And, you know, for me, y'all literally, from the time I knew about it to the time we landed back in Charlotte, I've been just excited. Like, I, that's why I said I couldn't sleep half for the night. So I would wake up and watch the sunrise. I just had energy. I was just excited. Uh, I was nervous too. Uh, but. Well, I wasn't, that's the thing. I wasn't nervous. Okay. I was, at no point was I really nervous. I think, i just wanted to get to the panel so we could do it but i was never nervous um but i think a lot of that is because i i have you you know i'm not there by myself no. so i don't you know uh you know i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not worried about how the show's going or if, if we're gonna be funny or whatever it, this is like riding a bike you know yeah i was just ready to get on stage because i figured the second we got on stage there was gonna be a lot of people that had never heard of us that were gonna walk out of there and be like i want to listen to what these people have to say yeah so that that part that's not anything i was thinking about but uh like i said i, I wouldn't be that person without you so um even even that you know is, is you know uh, a testament to just how awesome a person you are and oh, you, you know dmx was online when he said you had you had beautiful energy like he was <laughs> you know he was hilarious. we got off i was like i was like baby i think that's dmx he was like, he was yeah so and, and you I, do have beautiful energy oh thank you i, Dog. I, I know <laughs> and one more thing before we leave for those of you that was wondering we did not get up with chill oh yeah but it was not because of lack of we tried trying. we tried it, it was not because of lack of trying uh but just know that i talked to chill several times while we was there we went back and forth she yeah. she cussed us out for for because i ate chicken she was like you could eat chicken anywhere but i was like but it's y'all bird <laughs> chicken uh y'all know chill chill was just being chill and we 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 love her and uh hopefully we'll make a trip back because like yeah. i said we were ubering everywhere so we we really couldn't get up with her um but just know chill that uh hopefully we plan on coming back and when we do we will definitely get up with you all right man so that's it man mm-hmm. uh i can't think of anything else to say for the trip um like i said thank you karen yes i love you i love you too i will uh i'm gonna appreciate 
you the way you appreciate life that's what i'd like to do um and also not too bad of a booty i'm just saying (laughs) i'm glad you enjoy the booty not too bad of a beard going on over there so all right until tomorrow i love you i love you too